Hi friends, I'm Andy Sell, and these are the people we know. Trick or treat, motherfuckers! It's Halloween, and this is the special Halloween edition of People We Know. I am not Andy Sell, not even a little. It's uh, producer John here taking over the microphone for a second. Andy's long-lost brother, Michael, came to town, and he had to flee to avoid getting stabbed in the face just over and over and over. But we got a really great episode for you. We had the chance a couple days ago to sit down with uh, Andy, of course, me, um, Leah, our co-host, and uh, noted local actor Robert Kerr and uh, feature film director and writer of the Fallout Nuka Break web series, uh, Dan asked to talk about my personal favorite slasher film franchise, uh, the Halloween series featuring Michael Myers, except for the third one, which is about like crazy masks and druids and stuff. But we get into that. Don't worry about it. Anyway, I love Michael Myers. You know, Jason kills him brutal. Uh, Freddy kills him funny, but nobody kills him scary quite like Michael does. He's the scariest of all of them, and I love him for that. I just absolutely adore him. Uh, so we go through the whole franchise. We even for a second talk about the uh, Rob Zombie remakes, if only to say we're not going to talk about the Rob Zombie remakes. They're not part of the canon. They didn't happen. They're their own stupid, stupid thing. We're not going to talk about them. Anyway, I've talked enough. You don't give a shit about me. You want to hear Andy. You want to hear Lee. You want to hear all these great people talking. I'm going to talk a little bit too but i should shut up now without further ado the halloween halloween roundtable but uh, i mean we're, we're here to talk about a multi-part slasher film franchise uh that's you know been around for 20 years has been largely marginalized by popular culture. I don't see how you could possibly pull it out of proportion. <laughs> <laughs> the single most important cultural item of the 20th century. 35 years. It's been around for 35 years. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> I'm wearing a fucking shirt that says 30 years of terror on it. Yeah, it's Do true. It's burning. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Those are the pumpkin candle things. Oh. Yeah, that's what that is. Actually, it's uh, right it's the witches that I set on fire in John's oh. kitchen. Okay, they had it coming. Seemed like a good place. You know, there was a there was matches the right there. I didn't want to move. No Doesn't matter. We're all gonna die anyway. So you object on airflow grounds? <laughs> yeah, that's what we're getting at. I don't want to be in a place where witches are burning. How can we sleep while the witches are burning? <laughs> <laughs> It's my favorite Midnight Midnight Oil song. Yeah. Is that who sings that? Yeah. yeah. I always wonder. Okay. All right, guys. Welcome back to the thing. <laughs> <laughs> That's it's, how we do uh, this, Dan. Yeah. <laughs> Happy Halloween, you fucks. Uh, no, it's... I, I, I don't know. This whole time, every time we do one of these, I'm like, for the thing, I'm trying to get into the Halloween spirit. Yeah. And I'm just like, it's not the actual thing. Like, I'm not wearing... This is how fucked up this is. I'm drinking a pumpkin beer. I ate pumpkin pizza. We have pumpkin seeds, Halloween-themed Big League Chew, pumpkin-shaped Reese's peanut butter cups, Brock's Mallow Cream pumpkins, and two 
carved jack-o'-lanterns with candles lit. And one in of them, them is burning quite a bit. On this table right now. Mm-hmm. And I still am having trouble. Getting into the Halloween spirit? Yeah. Making me a little sad. Maybe if yeah. somebody gets murdered. That'll help. Maybe that's it. Maybe that's how I need to keep the spirit. Robert, alive. you want to take one for the team? <laughs> I guess it's logically you. Yeah, Start it would be killing people. <laughs> well, you're the you're the well dressed one. Best dress yeah. goes first. Yeah, yeah, that's the rules. Sorry, I think man. So. Yeah, yeah. But you did it. I mean, that's you true. chose. Yeah, you made that choice. Yeah, you really should have known better. It's really weird you're having that experience because making these podcasts is like put me in the Halloween spirit more than I've been in yeah, years. You know when I listen to them when after they're done and I listen yeah. to them like for the editorial process, yeah. I get, I get into it. Yeah, it's exciting, man. But I, I don't know for some reason. Turn jerk off to your own podcast. What? It's a clinical condition. I can't come unless I hear the sound of my own voice. <laughs> and you're talking about you just horror have films. To narrate when you're having sex. No, because it has to be pre-recorded. Like it has to be a pre-recorded oh, version a... of my own voice. <laughs> so so every like, time he's fucking, he's recording be? that one and is, listening to the is last there like one a, at the same is time. Is there like a synced recording of you like reacting to your own? Like, <laughs> there should be. There should be. And just got it timed out so you know. Like, if there were any justice in the this world, it'd be Interscope just, Records would have already signed me. It's just a time investment, Andy. You need to show them what you're made of. <laughs> <laughs> oh God! Because uh, yeah, you know how you hate your voice sometimes when it plays. Yeah, back? I never listened to it. Yeah, I can't. I, <laughs> I mean, like it's just, I have to hate myself to come, and it's a special kind of hate. <laughs> yeah, it's only the kind of hate that comes with that. Yeah, and then you just burst into tears every time. Oh yeah. yeah, you can hear that on the record too. It's, yeah, it's all very predictable. Yeah. Like now, like it, it all kind of follows the same rhythm. Like it's going to take you exactly seven minutes and thirty-eight seconds, yeah. just about every time. You know, it's just how it goes. My, my vast deference actually runs to my tear ducts. <laughs> I don't even know what that is. Gross. <laughs> it's the thing that's hooked up to the seminal vesicles, where your uh, where the where the sperm is made. Yeah, I could have guessed that one. <laughs> So scary movies. Yeah, what's okay? Let's let's for real this time. Uh, <laughs> it's October thirtieth or thirty first when this comes out. Uh, we're gonna drop it on Halloween. We're gonna drop it on Halloween. Yeah. Happy Halloween. Happy Halloween. Happy, Happy goddamn Halloween. Halloween. From 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 the from. Okay, we'll, we'll do that later. <laughs> we're gonna cut this whole thing up a bunch, probably. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's probably it's gonna go. Probably the part where you said that, definitely. Where I said that, yeah. we were going to do that. That's my favorite thing in a podcast, is when they leave in the part where, like, you know, Paul Shear's all like, we're going to cut this out. <laughs> and it's like, they didn't cut it out! It's like I'm peeking behind the curtain. So now all this, too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Something tells about. me that part stays in. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, fuck, guys. It's Halloween, and uh, welcome. Uh, uh, John Veron, say hi. Hey! That's John, co-producer, co-guy, <laughs> engineer. Uh, sound dude, editor of this whole deal. I do some of the stuff. The, uh, the, the man behind the scenes. Co-owner of Woodry's Hardware Studio. No, it's my studio. I, I own the Woodry's Hardware Studio. Yeah, but it's... And the I'm saying you co-own it with Ari. Oh, no, that's true. Yeah. That's true. I guess it is It is hers. Like, you're sitting in her half of the studio right yeah. now. Which is why you're next to a puppet. 
Yeah, there's a there's a creepy puppet. My girlfriend makes creepy puppets. There's internet. a decapitated one. There's one face in the corner, like Blair Witch Project. Yeah. And there's uh, and there's it's a creepy badass. jester. Yeah. And yeah. then there's this little boy who got his eyes pulled out. So <laughs> that's yeah. actually a 35 year old woman. Who What's got her wrong eyes with me out? that I'm not in the Halloween oh, spirit? Yeah. A red pitchfork, like they had when we were kids. What? Yeah. Oh yeah, red little Halloween pitchfork there. Yeah, that's actually. Is that one of ones that had candy in it? No, it's a throw from a Mardi Gras parade. Um, oh. It's either Orpheus or Proteus. I forget which, but uh, one of them is nautical, and uh, they hand you like a uh, ship with seahorses on it. Did you get one of those for everybody? Everybody got a pitchfork? Um, I mean, if you walk up to the float, like, oh. somebody hands you somebody a mask. They handed them they like a big bucket They did not pitchfork. huck pitchforks at you, no. Then yeah. fuck yeah. that. Just, <laughs> we're doing this halfway. <laughs> Uh, Dan, say hi, Dan. Hi, Dan. What's your last name? <laughs> I didn't realize you, I uh, asked. A S T. A S T. Dan asked. It's gonna, it, you can have fun with that. I, have, <laughs> I don't need to. Look, I look. I had fifth grade bullies too. <laughs> uh, Dan is a filmmaker uh, and an editor. He's a writer, director, editor. He's got a feature um, that uh, called Claire. It's uh, coming out. It's being distributed by. Uh, Monarch Films. Monarch Films. Yes. Cool. What? Do you have a release date on that? Uh, no, but it, I'm guessing somewhere in the spring, maybe February-ish. Cool. So. Yeah. But John described the plot to me, and it sounded really interesting. Also, like I'm gonna cry a lot when I watch it. <laughs> you know, I don't think it's actually a very cry movie. No. I'll say that. Uh, it's definitely kind of meant to get under your skin a little bit, but um, but it's it's more about somebody losing their grip than it is about sad stuff. Okay. So. So it's uh. So it's about uh, psychological ruin. Yeah, basically. Which, which yeah. is what I will cry about. Oh, okay. Well, <laughs> I, I usually just point and laugh. But yeah. <laughs> no, it seems like an interesting an interesting film, and I'm excited. I'm looking forward to seeing it. Oh, I'll uh, get you a copy. Yeah. So, fuck yeah, I'll do it. I'll get you a copy, yeah. Okay. Well, he will. He will. Yeah, <laughs> what are you going to do? Where did John get a copy He's of like, my movie? Yeah. <laughs> okay, he stole it. I know a guy. Uh, Robert <laughs> Kerr. Guy. Yeah. Robert <laughs> Kerr is next down the line. Robert, uh, we still haven't aired your episode. <laughs> that, that doesn't surprise me. Uh, <laughs> we're waiting. It's going to be like a maybe a maybe a one year anniversary kind oh, of. Oh, that'd be. It's like the zero episode because yeah. we don't actually yeah. discuss a person. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. No, you guys just sort of talk about what the podcast is going to be and the nature of fiction itself. <laughs> <laughs> well, so Robert Kerr is a good friend of mine, uh, one of my older friends in this town. No, I don't know if that's true. <laughs> Maybe Which it is. Part? Any of it. <laughs> His name is not Robert Kerr. Uh, Guy shows up at my house wearing a tux. I've got my suspicions pretty much from go. <laughs> he is wearing a tuxedo. He did bring all the Halloween accoutrement, except for the pumpkin pizza. That was all me. Thank you. Uh, by the way, that pizza came from Lucifer's Pizza. Uh, it's on uh, Hillhurst in Los Feliz. If you're looking for a damned good pizza... Go to Lucifer's. They didn't pay me to say that. I just really like that pizza. <laughs> Free endorsement. Free endorsement. Uh, Robert Kerr, uh, you, you're just a whole deal. You're, you're, uh, you're, a, you're a scholar. You're the most well-read person I know. Uh, we, you were, you're an actor. Yes. You're a writer. You're a uh, tour guide. Yes. You're a, uh, <laughs> an autograph collector-ish. Yep. Sort of. You're, you know, you know, his whole. You should see his apartment. It's just, it's a library essentially. Nice. Yeah, that sounds awesome. It's, yeah, uh, yeah, it's pretty nice. You know more <laughs> about everything than anyone. That's good 
it. So it's a good thing he's here. Yeah, I met him. You're you're a good friend. He's a good friend of mine. We acted together in uh, Ray Bradbury's theater company when we worked for Ray Bradbury. Uh, what bonded us? We were the only two in that play that realized that we were not only in South Pasadena, California, but we were <laughs> in Haddonfield, Illinois. Yep. <laughs> yep. We'll, we will get to that. You're, he's my Halloween buddy, guys. Elia uh, Kajanian, say what hi. What up, you guys? She's uh, she's the best co-host uh, mm-hmm. there is. Thanks. In the world. In the world. In the world. That, that's gonna just be. Gonna say it. Whatever. Dude, you and Andy Richter in a knife fight. You're taking Andy down. <laughs> <laughs> well, just because I'm better at knife fights. <laughs> yeah. I mean, Armenians are very skilled it's with blades. Instinctual. It's true. I was born with the ability to murder people with knives. I mean, I honed it. <laughs> uh, speaking of people who are good at murdering people with knives, uh, the subject today is the the Halloween movie franchise. Not just Michael Myers specifically, but the whole series. I want to get into this thing because it's, you know, because it's Halloween, right? And that's what we do. And it's in the yeah. name. And it's, it is. It's in the very name of the thing. Weren't they originally going to call it The Babysitter Murders? Wasn't yeah, that what they, they were. were pushing for? Yeah, yeah. the yeah. original title was The Babysitter yeah. Murders uh, when the I'm idea had been come up that. with. Yeah, yeah. That, there probably it's wouldn't have been a franchise. Yeah. As, great as, as great as the first film is, I wonder if there really would have been a sequel if it had been The Babysitter Murders. No, it sounds like it could be a law movie. I would have, I would have made a sequel and I would have called it Even More Babysitter Murders. <laughs> <laughs> I know which babysitters you murdered last summer. <laughs> It was Trisha. I read it on the news. <laughs> it was very sad, man. She was a good girl. Why did you murder her? She had a scholarship. She was going to study... Oh, wait. Communications. Okay, never. <laughs> she's going to Ohio State. Good. Fuck it. I'm glad she's dead. <laughs> so, yeah, they were originally going to call it the Babysitter Murders. Uh, well, right. th- it depends on who you're t- listening to. Because didn't... Because who was it? Was it Irwin Yablons who said... No, it was his idea to make it about babysitters. Or was it? It was Mustafa Akkad. The, the, the concept was from uh, Irving Blondes for babysitters and babysitter murders. Then he came up with the idea for was, Halloween. Okay, so he came up with Halloween. Was it Carpenter who decided to set it at Halloween, or was it Yablonz? No, it was, was Irving Blondes. Because, and he was thinking of from an economic standpoint, rest. because you could set the movie in one day, one night. Yeah, and, um. he, was, and he didn't He didn't think anybody... He, he thought... What does he say? He thought for sure... Someone had called a movie Halloween before, right? And they could not and find then, a movie, and there wasn't that. a movie called that before, yeah. which is crazy. It wow. took till 1978, yeah. yeah, for someone to make a movie called that. And then they called right. basically a student filmmaker named John Carter. Well, no, he made Assault on Precinct 13. He had done Assault on Precinct 13. Yeah. Uh, was that the Dark only thing? He, oh, he done two others. But Dark Star was a student film. Oh, okay. Um, yeah. So he went to USC, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. and he went to USC with Dan O'Bannon and. Uh, was it O'Bannon? Was he in school when he wrote it? Mm, I don't know. When he worked on Dark Star? Uh, yeah, because Dan O'Bannon went on and worked on Alien yeah. and brought a bunch of the Dark Star stuff with him. Mm-hmm. Um, which, you know, is fine because Dark Star. I've actually never seen Dark Star. I hear it's kind of garbage. Um, uh, <laughs> I haven't seen it in years. Uh, yeah. It helps to be. Uh, it helps to have your brain chemistry altered when watching it, I'll say that. <laughs> Uh, it's a fun. I mean, it's a fun, it's a it's goofy. It's just yeah. a goofy movie, and like you can appreciate it for that. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. But then he made. A, <laughs> uh, I'll put it on the list somewhere. But then he made Assault on Precinct Thirteen for like what, like a hundred thousand dollars or something like that. Yeah, yeah it was real cheap. Which was basically him going. You know what I really like is siege movies, 
and oh wait, I kind of accidentally remade Night of the Living Dead with gangsters. So no, but he he had, <laughs> he had intentionally remade Rio Bravo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. with Night of the Living Dead with uh, with with uh, yeah, and with uh, gang members. Yeah, and then uh, you know it's it's a hell, hell of a movie. And then he, I guess he just got ca- called because like this was Halloween was pretty much for hire work for him, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, he, he had kind of he was he was starting to be hot shit. Because of Assault on Precinct 13. Yeah, I got some attention yeah. overseas, especially at some mm-hmm. film festivals. And yeah. And because he can, you know, he could turn it in. Yeah. Because Assault on Precinct 13 was, what, like $100,000? Yeah. Yeah. Um, so anyway, let's not, I don't want to rehash the whole history yeah. <laughs> right. of, the, of how the first movie got made. Um, we could spend another two hours just sitting here agreeing with each other about things that, that happened well, 35 years ago. Yeah, yeah. Leah, Leah on that. Has, have you, so you've seen the first two now. Yeah, I've seen the first two for the first time this last. Yeah, you're like weeks. our you're like yeah. our control group for this. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. I don't know who any of the people you're talking about are. A couple of them I recognize the names, but yeah. that's it. But yeah, I just watched the movies and I <laughs> scared the shit out of me. No. Actually, two helped two me not be scared yeah. of one as much. Was it? Why is that? I just thought he was less scary. Into I think because I feel like he's indestructible now, and I don't like um, that's not as scary to me as if he is like just really human. like a human yeah. element. Yeah, I mean it's scary, but it's also like okay, it's I less mean, realistic. Yeah, yeah. yeah. because yeah. it's not realistic. Yeah. It's yeah. not it's scary. Out of it a little okay. bit. In the hospital was a little. The least staffed hospital ever. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> God, such a boring scene. I I rewatched Halloween two. Um, I guess I skip ahead a little bit. Uh, I guess last night or night before last and good god like I really really like everything about ha- Halloween 2 that's about the bungled police response to Halloween 1 like that's really interesting oh, we're just man. sort of watching the cops fuck up the aftermath of Halloween 1 yeah. and then we cut to this goddamn hospital where nothing's happening and we're told we're supposed to care about these people in a hot tub or whatever and we just don't well I care about Pamela Susan Shoup Hell because yeah. uh Wowzer! No, no, those were spectacular. <laughs> that was great. Yeah, yeah. Where the towel shifts positions depending on the yeah. angle. <laughs> yeah, and I care about Leo Rossi just because he's hilarious. Yeah, he's okay, but I, I, but his character—they they don't have anything Bud, to do. You don't like Bud? No, I don't like no. Bud. Bud's the best. No, Bud's no. not the best. He's the worst. Bud is the worst. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, amazing grace, come sit on my face. That's <laughs> <laughs> hilarious. The part where he's like, it really isn't. He's talking about that girl, and he's like, she, he didn't see her. She, he wasn't even that broken out by then. She's a goddamn moron anyway. <laughs> I love him. He's such an asshole. <laughs> he's a total piece of shit. And I'm really glad when he dies. Um, but he's yeah, a total I, piece of shit, and I, I would have saved him. Oh, really? He's not He's not the guy I would have saved if you want oh, to talk okay. about who I would yeah. save from the entire series. Yeah. Actually, he's not even who I would save from Halloween 2. Really? Yeah. Uh, you, know, you know who I would save from Halloween 2? Ben Tramer. That's my... That's yeah. my guy. Yeah, oh, yeah right? Ben what Tramer. fuck? He got the rawest deal guy. in movie history. Yeah. Like, nobody even... They murdered him. They yeah. killed yeah. him. They straight up Honestly. murdered him. Yeah. And they were like, oh, I guess it's the wrong one. And they definitely covered it up after. Yeah, oh, totally. Yeah. 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 Sure. It came out of nowhere. Yeah, right. Bullshit, yeah. you're drunk, officer. They're at 70 in a residential. Yeah. Right. yeah. 70 miles an hour in a residential neighborhood, plus... In the sound design, you hear the brakes squeal when he hits them. Yeah. But that car accelerates into that fucking van. Yeah. That car speeds up. It hits it so hard, both vehicles bounce. Yeah. 
<laughs> and then burst into flame like all cars in the yeah. 70s do. And then they leave him there burning. <laughs> burning. They just walk away. They make no <laughs> effort to help him whatsoever. Well, it speaks to Lewis's like singularity of purpose. Like, yeah. at no point is he like, oh, God, I've got to be held accountable for this death. <laughs> like, he's like, no, he's still out there, you guys. Like, maybe this is just how Loomis covers yeah. up his mistakes well, every Sheriff, time someone's like... Sheriff Brackett's like, is that him? Is that him? And Loomis just stares at him. Loomis like, is, like, shooting at him. He no. pulled a gun on him. First off, he tried to shoot at him. He tried to shoot him. He tried to shoot a 17-year-old kid in the back of the head. Yeah. (laughs) This kid, first off, Loomis is an idiot because that kid is a good seven, eight inches shorter than Michael Myers. Yeah. The mask he's wearing has different colored hair. He does not walk with the same singularity of purpose. He walks like a drunk 17-year-old and he's waving a fucking trick-or-treat bag. (laughs) There's no knife in his hand. There's no murderous intent. He walks by four kids without killing them. (laughs) It's not Michael Myers. (laughs) Yeah, he's he's bad at uh, he's bad at suspect identification. He's bad at everything. He's, he's a, bad at a lot of he's stuff. Really bad. It's true. He always he's goes bad. and looks for him where he's not at, and everybody else gets killed. Yeah, yeah. no, it's he true. Misses. There's like three <laughs> scenes in the first movie where he like, if he when he was at the hardware store, if he had just turned around and seen that car, the movie would have been over. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then like he's walking up and down that block, and then like gets back to the house and is like. Looks to his left like he'd never looked to his left before. <laughs> and then, oh shit, there's the car. I'm an idiot. Yep. Yeah, yeah, that was ridiculous. I think, I, and I think they covered up Ben Tramer's death because in Halloween 4, and I'm about to, I'm going to get room 237 about these movies. I think. <laughs> That's what we're here for. There's a scene in Halloween 4 where um, the, the, the mob, the lynch mob, has formed from the bar, yeah. which is. My favorite, because <laughs> because Michael Myers cuts power to the whole town. He cuts right? power to the town by and throwing is, a man into by throwing a Bucky yeah. into a transformer Bucky. using yeah. a dude, yeah. <laughs> like you would. I don't know if that's how power transformers work uh, either. Just he just toss a guy on it. I'm not a scientist. The whole city's out of yeah. power. Well, he just tried it, and it's the first thing that works. <laughs> Doesn't need to off screen. Michael Myers shrugs and slightly older. <laughs> well, whatever. Yeah. All right. This is fine. I survived an explosion. Clearly, this universe has no rules. (laughs) Power outage achievement unlocked. (laughs) Um, But so yeah, they cut the he cuts the power, and then again, aiding to why I think. Well, I didn't ever say this before, but Halloween Four is one of my favorite of this. It's my favorite of the sequels, and I think specifically because they do everything right. Mm. Like they do all the smart things. That you're supposed to do, you know, like, like the characters do. The characters do, yeah. Like in terms of just the threat response. Yeah, exactly. Okay. The entire town responds to this threat in like a very like, oh yeah, no, definitely make an announcement over the TV, telling people to stay inside and lock their doors and not to go out. That's good. That's smart. Although yeah. Loomis tells him to do, like, that's the one thing Loomis is right about. Like in between him raving and ranting about evil, evil yeah, he's like, <laughs> he's like, hey sheriff, turn and tell him to tell him to. Uh, tell the radio station to, to tell people to stay home. Yeah, and uh, which is the opposite of what he told him in Halloween once. So it's like he learned from that mistake. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> hey, Loomis, uh, yeah. he's got his letter. Look at what that. He's saying in Halloween once. He tells him. Uh, they said, well, we, should, no, we should we should put the word out. He says, Oh no, they'll see him behind uh, every, oh, everything. Yeah. They'll look for him everywhere. Yeah, they'll see him behind every street corner. They'll see, or stand, oh, yeah, at, standing every street corner. So- so what? That seems like a weird. Yeah, yeah. it was uh, clearly the wrong choice. Yeah. <laughs> but he actually, though, maybe it was the right choice because way more people die in Halloween Four than in Halloween. That's two. true. <laughs> uh, but it's funny. 
they do everything right like you said, and, and it doesn't and help. Still, it doesn't help, exactly. Michael Myers is still one step ahead of all, and that's why I like it, because it's like, well, yeah, we did everything right. That's kind of what overall just makes him so terrifying, is like what... Like, it's it's like uh, we were talking about when we were talking about Texas Chainsaw, that, like, you know, I find Texas Chainsaw really horrifying, but it's not uh, an invasive evil. Like, you have to go to Texas, and yeah. then you get the Chainsaw Massacre. Oh, fuck that. You Michael know. Myers is coming to your street. Yeah, no, yeah. he just... And he's just this advancing wall of mm-hmm. death that there's just nothing you can do yeah. about. You can shoot him or whatever. Like, he just stands up. Yeah. Like, that was so much scarier. Like, sure, he's indestructible by, like, the fourth movie because he survives the explosion, but I kind of liked him just getting shot over and over and just getting up and it being like, no, like, this is just what evil is. Yeah. Well, he kills an, he kills an entire police station. Yeah, in Halloween he four. Terminator's a police station. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he really does. Yeah. And then and the Ben Ben Meeker. I will always bring up Terminator. <laughs> no, sure. I mean, like, well, what I always loved about Michael Myers is <laughs> he kind of reminded me of the horror version of Terminator. Like, yeah. you know, like you, you, Terminator is almost a horror movie unto itself. It's got sci-fi elements, but it's yeah. almost like watching just this unstoppable figure massacre people with you know uh, guns instead of blunt objects. Yeah. And yeah. you know, so you've just kind of got the reverse of that with the Halloween films or even like the later you know. Friday the 13th films and I think yeah. I always kind of I always wanted to see a Halloween sequel kind of embrace the fact that you could make a really kick-ass horror action film oh, with yeah. someone like oh, Michael yeah. Myers yeah. and, and totally. they just haven't really yet although yeah. Halloween 4 gets closer than a lot of them mm-hmm. you know I agree no and I, I I would always there's that line in Halloween 1 where Sheriff Brackett says to him he says you know what Haddonfield is it's families all up and down these streets you're telling me they're lined up for a slaughterhouse and Dr. Lewis is like, yeah, probably. <laughs> <laughs> but but don't put out an APB. Yeah, <laughs> but don't tell anybody to look for him. But they should die peaceful. That's the movie I want to see. Yeah, like yeah. I want to see a movie where it's just him going house to house, just just killing whole families. Yeah, <laughs> maybe I'm a bad person for that. Um, I kind of one of the missed opportunities I felt in Halloween Six, and I know we're jumping all over the place mm-hmm. now, but one the, the idea that they came really close to was the idea of outside of Loomis, somebody a little more physically capable turns out to be Paul Rudd. Paul Rudd, yeah. but, <laughs> but you know, somebody somebody a little bit more physically adept, um, kind of becoming the Michael Myers hunter. And you know, yeah. kind of wanting to go toe to toe with this guy and expecting yeah. to, well, and know, then not. They're trying to make him that. the Tommy Jarvis of the Halloween movies. Yeah, right. yeah. Uh, and I always want. I always thought it'd be cool to like make a supernatural type series called Tommy and Tommy, and it's Tommy Jarvis <laughs> and Tommy, Tommy Doyle teamed yeah. up like hunting these slasher. Kid I would. I would, figures. I would watch that. I would, that pay, to, I would right? pay to see that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you guys heard about Jamie Lee Curtis's new show. Uh, I think it's going to be on Activia. The, the show. <laughs> they are so regular. <laughs> <laughs> Law and Order Activia? <laughs> no, she's got some show where she's going to, uh, her co-stars are going to be scream queens from other series, and the idea is going to be, they're going to be all uh, like so women who have survived serial killer experiences. I think it's a drama, or, or like an hour-long drama or something. What? Where like That's a treatment the, I've been writing. Like, like the woman, or like is it... Is there it, goes that treatment. Is it actually like a, a fictionalized drama? Because I'm picturing her like, you were the girl who didn't leave your room at Kai Omega when Bundy was there. Like, why don't you come yeah, on the show and talk about it? You know? <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm kind of like you. I survived a, a fictional murder. <laughs> trying to relate. Yeah. <laughs> well, like when Michael Myers was chasing me in a uh, resurrection... Um, and in some ways that would be harder because Bundy wouldn't get back up. 
<laughs> and you didn't. And on the other hand, you didn't have Buster Rhymes to protect you. <laughs> oh God! So anyway, back to the Ben Tramer murder conspiracy cover up. Yeah. Uh, they, Go on. So the 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 the. the the fucking the rednecks, I guess, the lynch mob. Yeah, they yeah. come to the sheriff station, and again, I think that's why Loomis was like, he told them to like go hunt him because then Meeker's like, you just created a lynch mob. And he's like, you don't have a police force. <laughs> right. You, this is the only defense the city has right now. Sure, they're this drunk. is what we did in the old west. We raise a posse. Yeah, and we go fuck yeah. somebody. You up. Get a bunch yeah. of crackers with rifles and pickup trucks. <laughs> yes, um, and that ends up working. Yeah, <laughs> which is awesome. Yeah, it totally ends up working. <laughs> this frontier justice, um, but they. Well, it also gets an innocent kid killed. Uh, <laughs> you know, you got to break some eggs. But when they're <laughs> <laughs> like, like Ben Tramer. Yeah. You know? well, so, okay. So when they're when they're doing that, when uh, when the sheriff is like, "Hey, guys, go home. Leave it alone. This is our business." The fucking uh, what's going on? Did it stop? Nothing. We're good. All okay. right. So when the when the when they're when they're when the sheriff's telling them, "Hey, go home, guys. This is police matters." Uh, one of the the Earl, the guy that owns the bar, is like, well, Al lost his boy. Yeah, you're going to handle it now like you handled it ten years ago? Al lost his boy ten years back. And if you think about this, only two... Well, I guess this could, kid could have been Bob. Yeah. Who was I guess, Bob? I forgot about Bob. Bob Kebab. Bob got oh, yeah. on the wall yep. okay. with the knife. Uh, I just assumed it was Ben Tramer that they were talking about. <laughs> because Lance Guest doesn't die. Leo Rossi's too old to be that guy's son. Yeah. Uh, so I was like, oh, it's Ben... Ben Tramer is this guy's kid, and they think Michael Myers killed him. Uh, <laughs> they, uh, Donald Pleasant sh- suddenly has to like go and make a phone call. <laughs> yeah, they, <laughs> Donald, I wish one of like a shot of Donald Pleasant being like, <laughs> just him on a payphone. Michael has to kill a kid. Yeah. <laughs> Michael Myers did it, sure, guys. <laughs> he totes. It wasn't the fact that I chased him into a drunken police officer's <laughs> squad car, dynamite-filled squad car. Yeah. Oh, God. And, and if that redneck's one of the ones that killed one of the innocent boys. And what Loomis has really done is set off a chain reaction of that people just who, leads to yeah. rednecks losing their kids and then forming lynch mobs later on that will then kill other kids. We really That's how we keep the herd to a manageable size, <laughs> is what it is. So I guess my Ben Tramer theory is flawed because I, I forgot about Bob. But it is a it is a, it is it is a fascinating theory. Yeah. I'll give you that. There's a lot of like there's a lot of little things in Halloween four that I like choose to see as Easter eggs that like relate yeah. to other things in the series. That are probably not meant to be that way at all. Like Lindsay, uh, uh, Lindsay Wallace from Halloween One. Uh-huh. I hold that she is in Halloween Four when they're driving no, the, the drugstore. The writer will back up on that. He, really, yeah. McElroy actually says yeah, that in, in okay. the commentary. McElroy, yeah. however you pronounce it. Yeah. What is he? What well, is he yeah, yeah. Right. Remind me of this. So uh, Rachel, who is a shitty person, by the way, <laughs> when she's taking Jamie to the drugstore to get a Halloween costume. After the bullies in Halloween 4, which we definitely have to talk about the bullies in that movie, because, wow, uh, they just cover all the bases when it comes to torment. So they're, <laughs> so they're riding to the... They're, they're, Rachel's friend, Lindsay, is driving the truck to take them to... Or driving the car to take them to the drugstore to get Halloween costumes. And I thought that she said this, but it's actually... She doesn't say this. What's her name? Shitty Tina. And Halloween 5 says, your mom used to babysit me when I was a kid. Doesn't she say that? I don't think Tina says Am that. I hallucinating this? Some, somebody does say it, though. One of these. Rachel says that. I think Rachel, you're right. Rachel says that. Okay. In the very first she, scene. In the very first scene in Halloween 4. That's why I... Okay, you're right. 
Because that's why then I assume that Lindsay was also... Whatever. Lindsay's in Halloween 4. That's Lindsay yeah, Wallace. That's Lindsay Wallace. They say, they say, hey, Rachel... They say, Rachel says... Fuck, what's... Jamie, do you remember Lindsay? Lindsay? Yeah. Which is... They've been riding in a car for like five minutes at this point. Why are you going to just now introduce her? <laughs> Unless it's important that you say her fucking name. Right. We're at minute five. It's going to get weirder. Yeah. i got to say something. You're going to introduce her. Who are no. those people in my car? Oh. Oh, it went out. Oh, one of our, one of our pumpkins went out. Good. <laughs> It'll take Robert Jesus. four or five tries to get that started. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was burned up. Uh, so, yeah, sorry. Uh, what were you saying? Well, if we're gonna if we're gonna talk about the series as a whole, I guess we, we we should just get out of the way talking about Halloween three right now. The best, oh, the best movie that was ever made. No, man, it's not the best. It's the best movie ever made. Why do we the, keep doing it? Is this? the Citizen Kane of <laughs> druid magic science fiction murdering kids movies? So do okay. you really like right, three, fair. and you really yeah. don't? I am not. Well. No, I don't like it. No, I don't Fuck like you. it. I don't know why I had to think about that that long. It's not a good film. It's it's bonkers enough that it's fun to watch, but it's shitty. Dude, it's awesome. It's like, great. You like it? I it's, love what about you? Dan? It's not Hon- honestly. I I saw that movie when I was much younger, like 10, okay. 15 years ago, longer probably. And I remember not liking it, but coming at it from the perspective of somebody who, you know, being part of the problem. I was there to see Michael Myers. I knew mm. he wasn't in it. But I missed him. Like I, I, that was my identification with. Well, the he was on the TV scene. in the bar. What are you talking about? <laughs> was that. My identification with the series was, you know, like with any slasher series, I was there to see the slasher villain. Yeah. I didn't assume he was in this movie. I knew better, but I was watching it like, eh, I feel like I'm getting this out of the way. And this is like twelve year old Dan that feels this way. Yeah. Uh, in retrospect, just what I barely remember about the movie, I, I kind of dig it. Twelve year old Dan lies beyond his ears. No, but I haven't you. seen it in a long Dan, time. You should rewatch it. What's great. The, what's I would too. Yeah. The premise. Is uh, that this uh, paunchy, mustachioed, forty-ish alcoholic? Mm-hmm. Oh is... God, is he an alcoholic? Yeah, no, he's a raging drunk. But you're leaving, you're leaving <laughs> out the most key <laughs> part to that is Andy that he's played by Tom Atkins. He does. He's played by Tom Atkins. the best. Yeah. So he's a doctor. Okay. He's drunk all the time. <laughs> um, yeah. He gets embroiled in this. He ends up going to a little town in California with the Silver Shamrock, Silver Shamrock Mask Company uh, is headquartered. And the Silver Shamrock Mask Company apparently makes the most kitty boner-inducing masks ever made for Halloween. Three Every of kid, them. Yeah, yeah. There's they three, have three types of masks. They have a skull, they have a jack-o'-lantern, and what's and the third witch, one? And a witch. witch. Yeah. Oh, wow. And that's it. Um, but every kid wants one of these extremely generic Halloween masks. And all the cool kids the are masks. I yeah. want all of them. They are pretty nice looking. They're pretty surprised you don't own them. I, right? I should. I don't have money. I, I can't afford to collect <laughs> The them. evil is that if you get the mask mm-hmm. on Halloween night... You have to watch the TV. Yeah, they have... They have they, <laughs> That's the other hang-up. Like a special commercial. Yeah. They have a special commercial because it's a giveaway. Yeah. you got to watch it if you won the giveaway. It's a yeah. big giveaway. With your mask on. <laughs> yeah. And there's a little thing Watch in the back the of the mask <laughs> that triggers with the, that TV commercial. It will kill the child wearing the mask. Which is oh, I think by I, using a laser that turns them into bugs Which or is, something. It's fascinating because like it's scene, it's Druid magic, sure but it. it's clearly meant to be some form of science. Yeah, yeah. like it's Dude, like it's, some transmission hitting yeah, some micro in the mask, mixing computers yeah. and black magic. 
Yeah. So how how many kids died? All of them? Oh, the whole world. Two thirds of the kids died. Yeah. Uh, the very in, in one like, town or the, well, the last, in the world. So, so spoiler bad. alert: the last scene of the film is uh, is Tom Atkins has gotten away from the the bad guys and he's seen their operation. He's figured out they apparently stole one of the rocks from Stonehenge and they've got it like hooked yeah. up in a lab to a oh, TV okay. transmitter and they, they just put pitch, they put shavings from Stonehenge in, in the the microchips. Yeah. that they put in the. Um, and it resonates Trademark because, and I actually like that part because, as I've said before, I love a good hinge. I, uh, I'm just pro hinge. <laughs> He's pro hinge. Yeah. And uh, do you know and, more hinges? Uh, there's the car hinge. One. Car, car hinge. There's car hinge. Um, there's fridge hinge. French hinge. Um, there's the there's the weird uh, thing in Georgia whose name I forget, which isn't called something hinge. Fri- but it is a hinge. Where's car hinge again? Car hinge is in like Montana. Yeah, fridge hinge is in New Mexico. Yeah, I don't know where the well the, the other thing the Georgia guidestones <laughs> are in Georgia. Anyway, that's not the point. At the very end, he runs into some random place and he calls a TV. He somehow says like the TV <laughs> network and he gets on the phone, which presumably like, like NBC, yeah. and it's like no, you don't understand. It's a killer commercial. You got to turn off the commercial. You got to turn off the commercial. Manages in 45 seconds to convince an entire national TV network to turn off a commercial, you know, costing them presumably Actually, you know, millions I, of dollars. In I don't think it's even that. I think he called the FCC or something because he manages to get there. So it's, it's on three channels. He gets one of them turned off, and as he's yelling for the other two, it goes to credits. No, he gets, he gets two, two of them turned off. He gets two of them turned off. He can't get the last one. It shows kids watching this. Yeah. All they got to do is change the channel, so yeah. they still won't die. And just like, like, yeah, the kids do change the channel twice, right? Like yeah, every time it turns do. off, they skip over, which presumably like, is what oh, every kid in the oh, world is doing. Okay. Yeah. Here's so, the thing about it, though, is that the, so the big the giveaway. The world died. Pretty much. The big I mean, the rich, the the rich ones. Yeah. yeah. The um. big giveaway program with the Magic Pumpkin was following a television presentation of the movie Halloween. <laughs> so is every kid in America's parents just letting them watch Halloween on TV? <laughs> right. Maybe we're just culling a generation of like what were going to be some bad apples. Yeah. Like <laughs> to kids, kids like me wouldn't have made it. Yeah, just the millennials are getting taken out. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh really? Yeah. <laughs> no, we, no. I'm like, I'm like the monster right. at the end of Bride. We belong dead. We belong dead. <laughs> uh. But yeah, that's that's the basic idea behind it. Well, I'm glad you guys talked about that because I've always had a memory of a kid watching TV with a pumpkin mask yep. and then the Yeah, and then like a snake comes out of his eye. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've yeah. always had a memory of that and that's I never Halloween remembered 30. what movie that is it was. Halloween Season of and the I witch. thought it was Halloween, so I was always confused about Where's Michael, Michael Myers? Myers and all that shit. Yeah. Thank you. We we found it. We've solved yeah. the mystery. Now I just need to know what song I heard in that thrift store that one time and I'll be good. <laughs> Was it? Was it? Three more days till no. Halloween. 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 <laughs> it's the most annoying fucking song ever. It's London Bridge. Yeah, but yeah, it's just in it this yeah. cloying little voice, and it's so ah. Uh, uh, oh, shut up! Fills I'd, me with I'd rage. watch it again. It's been fun. too long. It's been too long. It's such uh, a great movie. My favorite too is when he has when he sleeps with the girl. Well, that would be yeah, my favorite. And she's yeah. like. He's he's like, wait a second, how old are you? <laughs> like that's when he decides to ask, and she's like, old enough or whatever she says, and then he's, he's just like, such okay, a creep. Sure. The whole movie. sure, let's fuck. <laughs> <laughs> he's a total creep. Poor Nancy Loomis. Yeah, his wife in that movie. Actually, ex-wife. That was a stab. They were. Oh, that's right. They were already divorced. Too, yeah. Right? yeah, yeah. Yeah, you know, I'd watch it again. You guys convinced me. <laughs> it's the, what, the significance is the last Halloween film made with the original crew. 
Yeah. Oh, you okay. still had Dean Cundey as cinematographer, Tommy Lee Wallace, and a lot of people who made the first two were on that yeah. movie. Well, you know, and it, it was an interesting thing they were trying to do because they were going to make like a horror anthology series, mm-hmm. basically, um, which I think they could have done if they hadn't made Halloween 2. I think if they had avoided Michael Myers in the second movie and had just been like, Halloween 2, now it's got masks. Yeah. Halloween yeah. 3, fucking Bigfoot. Yeah. Like, or yeah. just whatever. Like Halloween they 4, Lords of Salem. <laughs> okay, sure, whatever. Let's make those. But then, yeah, I think I think you're right in that they did kind of doom it by deciding to to continue Michael Myers' story a second time because they set the expectations where they did. But yeah. then if they hadn't done that, we wouldn't have gotten Halloween 2. What does that mean? <laughs> yeah. What are you talking about? I, I, here's the thing: like Halloween Two, flawed as it is. When I was a kid, I loved it because yeah. I, yeah. I loved the concept, and I still love the concept of picking up the moment the original ends. Uh-huh. And yeah. I love that. I like yeah. that. Yeah, it's awesome. Which and, is what Bride of Frankenstein does. Yeah, too. and yeah. like what's really interesting is like for me, particularly in slasher films. Concept and good intentions will get you pretty far with me, Dude, even totally if yeah, the rest totally. of it's really shitty. Yeah. And so, like Halloween Two. I just I dig the idea of it so much that that I forgive a lot of the horrible that's stuff in it without usually, defending it. That's you know? usually yeah. true for me, except like Halloween two at that in that hospital sequence commits the one sin that will trump all that, and that is it's boring. Like, right, Halloween six I have a soft spot in my heart for because it's it's bad. Um, it's full of crazy ass ideas, but it's got crazy ass ideas and it's swinging for the fences and it's never boring. I'm never bored watching Halloween 6. Really? Yeah. It moves, yeah. It, it totally it, moves. And it's I, scary. I, I can I enjoy that, I can enjoy that on a different it's, level. I'm um, bored with the chick, the, the, her brother... Her brother and, the, and his girlfriend. That whole storyline, I am... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it's kind of fascinating, like, in Halloween, too, how it feels. And not just from a story perspective, but, like, stylistically... I don't know, that's a rough way to put it. But, like, it feels like it's of a piece with the first film. Like, it feels like the same it's town. One yeah, yeah. It, it, you got the same actors in the same roles. And, like, it, it has a nice sense of continuity that I really enjoy, even though it's being directed very poorly. Yeah. You know, it's yeah. like... Well, you say... I mean, there were actually... Watching it again a couple of weeks ago, I, there were some sequences, particularly the sequence where... Uh, main uh, girl whose name I forget uh, she goes home after her parents have been murdered and she's just walking through her like darkened house and it's just sort of lit by these isolated shafts of light and there's no score or anything for like two minutes I found that to actually be pretty effective and like nicely restrained yeah. compared to a lot of the stuff yeah. that comes afterwards um, that that was cool to me I, I, yeah. I dug that yeah. Um, yeah. but I yeah like Mrs. I, Blankenship yeah I love Mrs. Blankenship. Yeah, her she's little, fun. Her little funky stories. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I will always be a sucker for a really like domestic, like homely old lady gonna give you cookies who's also really evil. Like, <laughs> I love that. I just love that. Yeah, it's one of my What's favorite it, things in the world. It's, it's the witch. It's the witch. The witch from the old fairy tales. From yeah. The old, like, yeah, Hansel and Gretel. Yeah, exactly. It's the it's the it's that it's that it's fulfilling that archetype. Um, yeah, it's just it's it's, it's fun, you know. And uh, I've said before to Dan, and I'll say it again, that if you're going to have to explain Michael Myers and why he's evil to me, I'll take crazy-ass druid cult over Rob Zombie's explanation of, oh, he had a kind of rough any fucking day. <laughs> no, like, yeah. yeah, see, I, the, the, one of the things, well, actually, if I we're going to go in a moratorium on talking about zombie territory. Yeah, That's fair. That's fair. Zombie land. Right. Fair, <laughs> fair enough. I just... I, I was just on a podcast like last week that just turned into me ranting about Rob Zombie and then immediately being like, I should just stop 
talking about that guy. <laughs> I don't know. Would you? I mean, if you had something to say about it. My, my only thought was like just kind of echoing what John said. I just didn't want Michael Myers. I didn't want you to tell me like you know Michael Myers. He's kind of like Kemper. You know, he's kind of like yeah. Bundy. You know, he's yeah. just, he's just like any other yeah, regular exactly. American serial yeah. killer. And yeah. it's like. Don't tell me that shit. We're talking about the embodiment of evil. Like he's, yeah. he's, he's the shark from Jaws. Yeah, he doesn't yeah. stop. He's he's almost in some ways like a personification of death. You know, he's yeah. just very quiet. He just kind of moves along. He he takes you out. You can't really avoid him. And if you get past him, you cheated him. And that's kind of it. You yeah. know, like and so for me, like there was something even in the first film when he was still supposed to be just human that felt kind of unnatural in a way yeah. that, that you know you have the laughing maniac in like Black Christmas which you know obviously that predates Michael Myers and does some of the same yeah. aesthetic things yeah. that Halloween wanted to do but I think that that was that that maniac was kind of a uh, like a an urban legend that you told around the campfire yeah. idea of a maniac that everybody already had. He laughs. He's crazy. You know, he's he's How, banging on the hood of Michael the car Myers with somebody's was head. Wholly different. Yeah, Michael yeah. Myers was the one who was just like, we're not we're not calling him we're not calling him a ghost and we're not calling him supernatural. But the fucker hasn't said anything in 15 years yeah. and he just walks right after you. He's, he's not running. Shape. He yeah. doesn't talk. He's the shape. He's the shape. Yeah. yeah, and so that kind of that just approach, even in the first film, before we ever get into any sort of explanation with like a sister or you know with druid curses yeah. or anything like that, just the way they approach that character. Yeah. Well, yeah. he's he's not just a he's not just a psychopath who's stalking and killing people. There's something monolithic. There's something yes. more sinister and somehow more indifferent about it. Like, and it's simple. very predatory. Yeah, yeah just yeah. something incredibly and, simple. And you still don't know what his motives are. Not no, the first yeah. film. Yeah. And he's, I, I think we can all agree, he's at his most effective in the first film when he just showed up and just, yeah. like you're saying, just, yeah. just was this death wall going down this street Yeah, because the sister thing is a total retcon and that's another thing uh -huh. that's, you know, yeah. d just stumbling slightly into zombie territory again. I thought it was really weird that he, that he in remaking the original film, decided to acknowledge to with the, the whole series, yeah. which is yeah. not remaking the original film. He remade the, the, um, Sorry, he he remade the mythology of the whole series by acknowledging that that's his sister yeah. in the original, you know, uh, in the first remake. Yeah, film, and then, know, which I thought was kind of strange. It, it doesn't. It makes. It really doesn't. Make it, I mean, sense. we'll just all acknowledge it's awful and kind of move on. Yeah. But that, I yeah. thought that was. I thought <laughs> that was kind of strange. I, I think too. that somehow. I think that that otherworldly slash like riding the line between realism and and uh, metaphysical or supernatural. It comes a lot in the cinematography of that film, especially oh, in the POV yeah. shots. The we tried glide. to talk about this earlier. Yeah, uh, the panic glide. Yeah, because um, in Black Christmas, you mentioned there there are POV shots in Black Christmas. There are shots yeah. from the killer's perspective, that voyeuristic, like "oh, we're the killer now" thing. But right. it's it's just a handheld. It's just they're just doing handheld camera work. Yeah, it's not the panic glide. With the panic glide, it's so smooth. The action is so smooth. It's like when you're watching from his point of view. You're not walking, you are floating. It's, yeah. you it's are, a very... You are gliding. It's a tranquilly shot yeah. film. I'm you're like, like you're you swimming know. like a... Sh it's like someone strapped a GoPro on a shark. Well, what's, a, like what's so unsettling about it is that the film feels like Michael feels, which is to say that there isn't any frenetic cutting or crazy uh -huh. camera, you know, like uh, shake or anything like that. Like, And they still did that sort of thing in you the You just 70s. made Halloween scarier for me. Yeah, like, it, it's, <laughs> yeah. the movie is so calm about what it 
it's doing because it 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 feels the way Michael feels, mm-hmm. you know, like and you yeah. can and you know a Texas Chainsaw feels the way those those characters feel, all yeah. of them, whether they're yeah. a victim or not, they're yeah. all fucking crazy and shaking <laughs> and going nuts. But yeah. like you know, Halloween feels the way Michael feels, which yeah. is kind of just moving along, and it's even when bad shit's happening, it's very chill about it. You know, we'll take a second and just cock its head and look at the guy. The Zen of homicide. Yeah, yeah. And it closes in on you. Yeah, Andy and I went and saw it in a theater a few years ago. And you notice it more on a big screen. It's wide. But as the movie goes along, it starts to really close in, especially towards the end. It just yeah, closes it in. Yeah, to get real claustrophobic. So, yeah. It's and really... It's just, it's, it's, Dean Kundi is, like, really just one of... He's such a great cinematographer. He did not have to get, you know, shaky cam to make you feel frenetic or scared. You oh, know, the yeah. movie just kind of let you do that. For well, he did all that with with his framing. Because, like, over and over in Halloween 1 and again in Halloween 2, which, again, Dean Kundi, you've got all these shots of just, you know, someone talking and on a long lens and then a big out-of-focus background. And then Michael Myers just walks through the background. And he doesn't run at the person who's in focus. He's just he's back patient. there. He's yeah. just... Yeah. Patient. Just like just, yeah. just following in the car. Like Laurie Strode tells tells Tommy Doyle and Lindsay to go run and you know call the police, and then she sits there and gathers herself, and he just sits up back there, out yeah. of focus. I mean, yeah. the movie, you know. the the movie, and you know, uh, the cinematographer is it pronounced Kundi or Kundi? By the way, Somebody I think it's Kundi. I can I can never tell. Yeah. But anyway, like he, you know, I know he's a legend and he's done far many. He's done more things. He than shot that. Jurassic Park. Right? Yeah, yes. like <laughs> the guy's still a back working legend. Yeah. yeah. He's doing okay. But, but yeah. at that time, like, you know, at that time, he he shot a horror film in, in a similar format to, like, an old-school Western. Like, you yeah. know, he was going Which, again, super widescreen. Carpenter loves Westerns. Yeah. yeah. He's going super widescreen with something that is not uh, a genre that is usually shot cinematically. Mm-hmm. There's yeah, a lot of you know. there's a lot of movement on the Z axis in that film too. I always yeah. love that. I always love that when there's like when you see something coming in the distance but it's in the horizon distance as opposed to you know off in the know. corner of the yeah. frame. Yeah. Right. Yeah. 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 I, I just really love that about it because they just approached it with a kind of a gravitas, you know, yeah. and that's mm-hmm. that's Well, he, he was taking it seriously and it's 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 interesting that this movie kind of in a way uh sort of Nirvana horror horror films the way Nirvana Nirvana music like <laughs> Nirvana's you can't say so would you say Nirvana Halloweened music <laughs> yeah exactly because yeah. like because in you know in, in terms of you know music Nirvana comes out great band and everything but if Nirvana hadn't happened Puddle of Mud probably wouldn't have happened you know <laughs> Halloween great movie but you know we if it could, didn't I mean, happen we wouldn't yeah. have well, I don't know. You, I love all those like early. Yeah, I, I, I and I do too. too. But Friday the Thirteenth, the, uh, the I think it was Sean Cunningham uh, basically called up the writer and said, "We're going to do Halloween." You know, yeah. we're gonna rip off Halloween. Halloween's making a lot of right. money. Let's rip it off. Yeah, yeah. that's that would, like they that's they acknowledge the that in yeah. interviews today. You would not yeah. have Jason without Michael Myers. You would not. No, have, it's true. It's know, true. And, yeah. yeah, but Friday the Thirteenth really is like it's sort of like the the Slayer to yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or what was a band that came the, after Nirvana that was harder? Like it's it's whatever that band is to, right. to Halloween's Nirvana. It's the Slayer well, to I mean, Nirvana's Metallica. You know, like uh, <laughs> so, Friday the Thirteenth was definitely. Like, Halloween was an opportunity. Sorry, Friday the Thirteenth was an opportunity, among other things, for Tom Savini to show off. Yeah, there, yeah. there. Uh, you probably know, but I don't know the name of the special effects guy on Halloween because that's not there really that's not really the point. <laughs> you know, like yeah. the Halloween is scary because it's suspense and mm-hmm. it, slasher wasn't really 
the idea necessarily. Yeah. You know, yeah. um, it's Halloween didn't really become a slasher franchise until the second one. Yeah, yeah. you know. Uh, so I mean, even then, definitely a harder, different kind of film. But they were definitely trying to do Halloween. Yeah, they wouldn't have shown anybody with like a scalded up face in the first one. Like it's right. completely tonally. It's what's you know. in the shadows, and yeah. you know, yeah. girl gets strangled to death, kind of halfway behind a fogged up window, and you yeah. know, you kind of go into the car, but you don't really. Well, yeah, see and the she gets and yeah, she gets her throat cut, but there's no blood. Yeah, yeah. you can't really. Yeah. It's really what what to me what that the gore of that scene is the horn. Yes. Yeah, that when she falls against the horn of the car, oh. like that's the blood. Yeah. That's your blood there. Way more haunting, anyway. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. yeah. <sighs> and and I think when I was younger, I missed the first few times where he actually slashed her throat. You know, like because uh, it was yeah. just behind there, and I knew she was dying, and that was enough for me. And I didn't even catch that movement and that sting. You know, mm-hmm. yeah. so. that might not have even been in the version you saw. If you saw, did you see the television version? No, I no, I owned. It was actually my parents for whatever reason didn't let me watch a lot of stuff, but they gave me a VHS of Halloween when I was a kid, and it was you know the theatrical version and okay, you know because I for years had only seen the television version because in 1980 it was accidentally released on VHS. Oh. And that was the version that I had seen my whole life. Yeah, oh, wow. And uh, so when I saw the theatrical version, Blockbuster, I just told Robert this, <laughs> Blockbuster put out the theatrical version on VHS in like 96 or 95 or something, and I bought it. That's the one I had, For yeah. three bucks. And uh, I watched it. I showed my, was like so excited to show my friend Ryan this. I was like, Ryan, we're going to watch Halloween. It's great. And I was so livid afterwards because the television version has like three extra scenes in it. Right. Yeah. yeah. And so I was like, "Where are these scenes?" And I wrote this like angry letter to Blockbuster, and they replied back. They're like, "Well, actually, uh... <laughs> they went and got the guy who's you who works in the back." You know? <laughs> exactly. we, we, we look. It actually, we got this kid was who me. thinks he knows was... what he's talking about. We need to set him straight. He needs to stare into his future for a minute. Because <laughs> <Let's see. laughs> this is going to be this guy at parties for like the next. You know, so, how, Robert, how did you see it first? I think I was in junior high when I first saw this movie, but yeah. even when I saw it, I already knew the whole story. Really? Because um, Halloween came out in 1978, so I'd have been in kindergarten. Yeah. By the time we were in third grade, most of the other kids had seen it, and it's all they would talk about. So you would hear the whole story. It was actually more horrifying listening to these kids tell it than oh, yeah. watch it. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I guess like in the pre-VHS era, you know, horror movies and stuff like that just kind of passed like folk tales on the playground. If, if you didn't have the uh, movie channels like Showtime, and there used to be one called the Movie Channel, mm-hmm. yeah. you, know, you didn't see these movies if you didn't see them in a theater. Wow. And it's a dark time. It was. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, it made for more storytelling. Yeah. Because people would say, oh, you didn't see this. They I really love the idea of just you. a nine-year-old oral tradition of slasher films. <laughs> yeah, that it, it really, really was. I knew all about the Friday the 13th movies and Halloween movies, and I yeah. didn't see them until, like I said, I was about 12 or 13 years so old. So when I was a kid, I was the kid that You were the one telling the stories. Traditions. Yeah. I was the kid telling the stories. I had a buddy I like you when I was a kid, and he was the one who told me all these. See, when I was a kid, like, I, I you know, I was about a generation after that, I imagine. Yeah. Um, and so... Like, you had VHS, and you had, like, these things coming on TNT, and I was telling John earlier, like, I used to, my parents didn't want me watching this stuff, so I used to memorize the TV guide, and then wake up at, like, 1 a.m., uh-huh. and, like, watch Joe Bob Briggs tell me about God it. Bless you, know, you, Joe Bob. Yeah, and do that sort of thing. <laughs> yeah. um, and that's how, unfortunately, a lot of my, my slasher education was 
you know, the television cut. Oh, but God. that's how I that's saw these miserable. things. And, you know, that's <laughs> I had such a strange reaction to, like, glorious. I know we're talking yeah. Halloween, but, like, Friday 1 and 2. Because, like you said, the oral tradition and, like, in pop culture, you know, I'm waiting for the hockey mask. Where the hell's the hockey mask? Yeah, yeah, you know, because yeah. that's my understanding that's of the to, character. Yeah, that's what you know. You know, and I think that that's also partially the reaction I had to Halloween 3. Where's Michael? I yeah. know he, I know he's not going to be here. Somebody warned me, but I don't know how I feel about this. You know, I, re- I got in an argument with a babysitter when I was a kid because Halloween 3 was on TV. She was babysitting. And I said, well, I'm going to watch that. And the baby, because I looked at the TV guy and I said, Halloween 3 is on. I'm going to watch that. And the babysitter was like, no, you're not. <laughs> you don't watch that. I was like, yes, I do. I've seen it before. My mom lets me watch that stuff. And she's like, there is no fucking way <laughs> that your mom lets you watch this shit. And I was like, yes, she does. And she's like, okay, <laughs> really? It. You've seen Halloween 3? And I was like, yes. She's like, well, then tell me what happens in it. And I told her the story. I told her the story of the movie. And the story of the movie was so insane. She just thought that it was a little kid making shit up. <laughs> because that movie is so fucking bonkers. And then, <laughs> and then she argued with me because she was like, no, Halloween movies are about Michael Myers. And I was like, this one isn't. And she was like, you don't know what you're talking about. I was like, you don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> I was already that like fucking message board flame troll. <laughs> As a little kid, but she didn't believe me because I didn't say Mike because I said Michael Myers wasn't in it, and she was like, well, "That's on Halloween as Michael Myers." So did you get to so watch you it? Didn't get to watch no, it. I didn't get to watch it. I was oh. still, I was did so you fucking throw a big pissed. God, no. I eventually yeah. was just like, "Yeah, it's not worth it." Did you I'll kill her again? <laughs> yeah. Did she distract you with colors? <laughs> no, I, I, uh, <laughs> I, I built a robot goon, uh, <laughs> and he came in and crushed her head while she slept. That'll do it. And, yeah. Uh, and then she's buried underneath the piece of Stonehenge that I stole. <laughs> I'm glad you felt comfortable to tell us yeah. that. <laughs> I just confessed to yeah. uh, murder. Uh, it's a statute of limitations. Didn't, didn't kill her uh, at, at all. Uh, so there's police two... Police officers who's listening. <laughs> there's two Halloween movies we haven't... Well, we mentioned one obliquely, but... We're not what do you gonna... guys think of Halloween H2O? I like it. I like yeah, it a lot. Yeah, I do. I'm cool with it. You know, yeah. like I wish, I wish there were more because apparently it's seventy four minutes was a, long. It's well, really short. Moreover, apparently there there was more story there. Like the cops at the beginning who yeah. were like Michael Myers. Yeah, right. And then we cut to Marco Beltrami's awful version of the theme. Um, I like Halloween H two. Wasn't it? No, I it was don't John like Ottman. the music. Did he do that one? It was John Ottman. And then yeah. Marco Beltrami, like he filled in a bunch of like yeah, the Scream did, yeah. Two shit kind mm-hmm. of. All they, they took a lot of uh, John Ottman's music out, which is Bill a real Trump shame. Yeah, I would love right. to hear they John Ottman's. Yeah. I wasn't a big fan of that version of the of the theme anyway. But yeah. I, generally speaking, I don't like Marco Beltrami, and yeah, I wish yeah. that Scream wasn't throughout the rest of the film. Yeah, um, yeah. But uh, again, Scream. I love the movie, but it did it did kind yeah. of set things back a little ways. Right. Yeah. There, there's another one where Nirvana. Uh, Nirvana. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I really, um, I, I really enjoy H2O, but I feel like there are things that are missing from that. Film oh, absolutely. That I would love to see yeah. in it. I would like to see the 90 minute cut of it. Oh, yeah. Because I feel like it doesn't love, yeah. have enough time to breathe in the universe that it's setting yeah. up, and it's the first one where it's really trying to be respectful to the original and mm-hmm. kind of yeah. elicit that. And, and just not. with the presence of Jamie Lee Curtis, like you suddenly feel like this movie's taking itself seriously in a way that like yeah, 4, 5, if, and 6 did Pleasance isn't in it. Yeah, yeah. you've got to make up for it. Someone else has to be. Yeah. yeah, no, that's true. You couldn't just be like, oh, it's Jamie's well, Nancy, cousin. Nancy Stevens was in it too. She was in the, the beginning. The nurse. So, yeah, yeah, so it was good to see her again because um, well, she true. hadn't been in one since part two. Yeah. Um, 
I mean, they did a great job of, of basically... I have this theory that, that most slasher franchises have their trilogy. The three movies that you can watch to kind of get the sense uh-huh. of, of what there is. And not necessarily the best ones even, but like the three that tell the story. And, you know, there's like the Tommy Jarvis trilogy as far as four, I'm concerned. Six, yeah, even yeah. though I don't particularly like five. Yeah, five four, five, five, and six awesome. tell that story. <laughs> you know, and... Uh, like <laughs> Five's pretty good. One, two, five and sucks. seven kind of create a little trilogy. They're not necessarily yeah. the best of the series, but they tell a complete story. Uh-huh. You yeah. know? Um, I agree. Well, and the and the H two O they were they left out. They ignored the whole the whole Thorn, Jamie, the whole Jamie Thorn cult and, yeah. and Jamie. Well, they didn't really ignore Jamie. Uh, they just they well they do, but they don't write her off. They, yeah. they ignore it by just not going. There. They just don't mention Jamie at all. No, yeah. there's a picture of her. There is, isn't there? No, I don't am think I wrong so. about this? I could have sworn yeah. there was a picture of her in the title sequence. No. Okay. Oh, that would be worth three. I could have. I, yeah. I, I don't think so. There, you know what? Is, you, know what you know why I think of that? Because there's a picture of um, Ellie Cornell's body, and uh, uh, or not not her body. Sorry, it's a picture of a body, and then next to it is a picture her of scissors. scissors. Yeah, which is how uh, which is how Richard Brothers yeah. is killed. Yeah, in, yeah. in part five. In part yeah. five. Yeah. So. Um, I, it's one of the more satisfying deaths in the franchise. Oh, God. Because Rachel <laughs> sucks, man. Rachel's just a terrible... Her first fucking thing she says to Jamie in that movie is, we're not real sisters. Like, what a bitch. <laughs> and then she throws that fit about Brady because Brady was going to commit tonight. Who says that? What a high schooler a, a says 17 that? A 17-year-old girl would say that, I would think. And, and then, then doesn't it turn out that Brady, Brady's fucking somebody they, else? Well, yeah, Brady's okay. fucking commit. Kathleen no, Kinnon. Right. But then... He's fucking Lorenzo Lamas' You never wife. had that talk you were going to commit? No. <laughs> Nobody has that You never yelled at your mom because like, you had to babysit? And no, Brady was, was going to commit, commit tonight. tonight. <laughs> and there goes my engagement and our marriage and my children, your grandchildren? That's what she said. She's, that's what she said, that's literally. That's what she said. Yeah, she's bad. It's bad. And then Brady's like, well, maybe I'll come over afterwards. Yeah. She's like, I don't know, Brady. Like, okay. weren't you just he begging him? He can't commit him? anymore after that night. Now, to, to get back to night. H2O, it does sound, <laughs> of all the explanations for Jason coming back, H2O not Jason. I mean, sorry. We've talked about wow. that. Wow. Uh, I'm sorry. Sorry, I just turned into that kid yelling no, no, at his no, babysitter. No. I knew yeah. you were going to do it, so I didn't have to. <laughs> for all the explanation from Michael Myers uh, coming back, uh, I think H2O actually has my favorite one. Because it's, it, I, I like it so much better than like, oh no, he just survived that explosion. Because the gap between H two O and Resurrection this is the only thing Resurrection does well. Everything else about Resurrection is complete garbage. But the idea that no, off screen, you're seriously saying that that movie did something well? Yeah, it did exactly one thing well. It cast Katie Sackhoff. What it did that? two things well. So the idea at the end of H two O, there's the, Michael Myers is in I think an ambulance or a van, something like that, with oh, uh, Jamie Curtis. And, I can't listen to this because I hate this explanation. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'll be back. Okay, Keep right, talking. Yeah. Um, anyway, and Robert, <laughs> fill in the blanks for me here because yeah. uh, it's been a little while since I saw it. But the basic idea is that I think there's a cop with her too. Um, or maybe he's following along behind uh, her. No, uh, oh, she okay. she leaves them in the dust. Oh, okay. She she they she takes the gun from a cop and steals the van. Right. That's right. That's right. That's right. You don't even hear sirens approaching until the end when yeah, she's yeah, done yeah. chopped his head off and the credits are about to roll. So yeah, the idea is that uh, she you know is fighting Michael and then. Uh, 
I think like they go off the road and Michael gets thrown out the front of the van, right? Yeah. And then and she she pins or he gets pinned against a tree by the van and he's sitting there and she walks over and decapitates Michael Myers. There's a certain finality to that event, I think we can yeah. all agree. Yeah. So Resurrection's retcon of that is that it turns out that uh, there was some other cops who had actually caught up with them and Michael was thrown out of the van uh, a little bit farther than we saw. And That's not the retcon. The retcon is that oh, Michael... Sorry. I'm fucking it up. Yeah, yeah. you know it, don't you? you yeah, jump uh, on the, that. the retcon, this is what makes it kind of awful. Um, <laughs> they think that she's killed Michael Myers when they're still at their school. She was at a school. She thinks, you know, she stabs him in the chest. He falls out a window. Yeah. So when the paramedics show up, they're going to put him in the van. For some reason, one guy's by himself with him. So Michael crushes his throat. Yeah. To where he can't speak, and he switches clothes with the guy. Oh. So that guy gets loaded into the van, and that's yeah. why he can't talk at the end when he's reaching for right. Rory. He's going like this and yeah. not saying anything, and it's oh. because you know. And what's what's? It's actually a very clever retcon. I have to give them credit for making it's it. It's more possible. clever than he survived that explosion. It's the most clever thing yeah. in yeah. Resurrection by know? a lot, and by a whole whole lot. Yeah, yeah like the <laughs> so. When that's the best part of it, that's when you know it's time to... Yeah, yeah. yeah. when the best part of Resurrection is, is the part that pisses you off the most <laughs> as a fan. <laughs> you know, yeah. it's, it's, it's not good. No. It, it, I mean, it, it doesn't piss me off as a fan. I, well, I, what it leads to and how that all plays out, I'm not a fan of that. You mean the movie Halloween Resurrection? Yeah, and, oh, okay. and, and yeah. what has to happen for us to get there. Oh, yeah, you yeah. Know what I mean? beginning, you mean? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, it's no, a clever fair. retcon, but I don't... No, that part's it. terrible. Yeah. That's it, awful. You know, and um, it's playing on that retcon. You know, like, when... Well, but, okay, so, spoiler alert, everybody. The very beginning of Halloween Resurrection, Jimmy Lee Curtis comes back. She's in an insane asylum. Michael comes back. They have a chase through the insane asylum, and then uh, Michael kills Jamie Lee Curtis. She actually oh. gets the drop on him. And then when he starts reaching out for her the way that he did at the end of... The way not he, but the paramedic did at the end of Halloween H2O, she second-guesses herself because killing that paramedic is the reason she's in the insane asylum. And then he gets the drop on her. And it's just kind of... It's kind of strange on a couple of levels because Michael would have had to have witnessed her kill the paramedic in order to pull that joke. Which doesn't make any sense. So, you know, it's... It's clever, but it doesn't mean I like it. And uh, are we I, done defending resurrection God, now? Can we? Move, yeah, can we move on from resurrection? No, that's fair. It's making me sad. No, it's it's a bad movie. Trick or treat, motherfucker! Yeah, Buster Rhymes. <laughs> yeah, it ends with Buster Rhymes oh, killing Michael. Myers. Oh, oh, third really? good idea in it though. Kills Tyra Banks. Well, it does kill Tyra Banks. It does. You're right. Yeah, that is the third good thing it does. Yeah. That's the one good thing it does. <laughs> fair enough. That's it. That's it. <laughs> End of that story. So, so uh, I loved the showdown at the end of H two O. I thought yeah. it was. I thought it was fucking awesome. I thought it was perfect. I don't buy the exp- I don't. I don't like the whole Michael came back thing. Right. Yeah. Uh, switched his fucking mask out. I think it's stupid. And uh, I just ignore it. You yeah. Know? I do too. I pretend that I, resurrection didn't happen. Yeah. For me, like like resurrection is like the Terminator three of the franchise. I just pretend. <laughs> yeah. But um. But I mean, like, uh, 
I love. I got. I remember. I somehow I managed to parlay another birthday because the reason I saw Halloween Six was it was my birthday. Mm-hmm. So even though I was twelve, I managed to force my parents to let me see it. I did the same thing. Uh, I did something similar to CH Two O because again I was a little too young and I, I paid for like my dad and my sister's ticket with my allowance. <laughs> and that was the only way I was allowed to go see it. Um, and I, I remember getting chills like when she screams Michael and like you know the the, the score swells and like you get the theme again mm-hmm. for like the first time since the opening and she goes yeah. in with the axe so I was like this is what I yeah. came to see yeah that <laughs> whole that whole thing it's yes. rewarding yeah that movie. that movie is rewarding yeah it's it's just way too short you know yep. like it's just you're not letting me marinate well, in this it's enough. barely a feature in, in yeah. 74 minutes in the original in the original script that Kevin Williamson wrote I thought uh, there was a uh, or the treatment that he wrote it began with one of the students at her school reading a report about the about, other three movies about all the killings yeah. in Haddonfield. Yeah, they cut that out. There was apparently a subplot that involved the cops from the opening, mm-hmm. you know, like showing up or being around or like coming into warn Laurie. Like yeah. they, uh, there was just Yeah, I was like, always weirded out by the fact that you never saw those guys again. Yeah, because they, they seem important. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. like and not just in like their dialogue which is more written than it should be, you know, yeah. for characters that small, but like their presence, they're yeah. shot and like, the older they're important de- people. Yeah, they are. And the older detective sort of has this almost like Loomis air about him yeah. where it's like he's the guy that's going to go hunt him down H- like, have you ever read all of Kevin Williamson's like 20 page treatment because no. it, it's pretty batshit insane I don't remember it very well it's cool but it's crazy there's like a helicopter there's a crash hel- it, yeah, like, I, I remember wow. the helicopter crash like I mean, Michael gets thrown into the spinning helicopter blades yeah that's like, how he that's gets decapitated how he, yeah it's, wow. it's pretty insane um and so I'm kind of glad that that's not the one that we saw. <laughs> yeah. But uh, well, because a, a good Halloween movie should be a little bit restrained, like, right? Just, just, just a bit. I mean, you know, six wasn't as bad, right. um, <laughs> but it still did. Like, I mean, in the best moments of six, like my favorite moment of Halloween six is just you know the girl walking through the darkened house, which yeah. is you know just still restrained. You know, yeah. maybe he's going to be around. I mean that is the Halloween Six is the most Jason Michael ever gets like, and that seems to be what they're. Trying I don't know. For. I think Five is the most Jason. You he think ever so? Gets. I just figured like with well, okay, because in Five he's using all those different weapons. Uh, yeah. That's very true. Yeah, I was thinking in terms of presence, like oh, okay. what they were trying to do with him with the shoulder pads and make him hulking and like yeah. more of a physical yeah. presence, I guess. But yeah. I think you're right in terms of implements. Yeah. That he uses to well, and also people. all the teenagers, because like the thing is, in four, you get this cast of teenagers at the beginning: Wade, um, Lindsay, uh, that other guy. There's a couple other, I think, teenage characters, and you kind of like see all these guys. And you're like, where are these guys going to all get killed? And then they don't. You yeah. just never fucking see them again. And I like that. Uh, and then in five, you have all these teenagers that you that don't matter, or you hate them, like in the case of Tina. That's her name, right? Wendy yeah, Tina. Yeah. Yeah. Worst character in the world. You just hate all these guys. And then so she's so not the one you'd save. See, no, God, no. I would have <laughs> killed her sooner. <laughs> um, I would have saved, saved the fucking hobo in part. <laughs> that hobo did not the deserve that. The hobo with the parrot. <laughs> who, for some reason, keeps Michael Myers' comatose body in his house for a full year. How does he nourish him? Don't worry about it. No. <laughs> you just see him, like, bust out this IV. <laughs> I got this. It makes no goddamn sense. No, uh, none. Who would you... That, uh, that was... Well, the, the last thing, I, I guess... I, I maybe, maybe not. Let me see how this goes. But uh, the the thing I love about it... I, so I watched these movies... You know, I'd seen Halloween, you know, when I was... Uh, 
a youngin. But I didn't watch. It's, it's not accurate. Um, <laughs> but I didn't watch uh, the sequels and like watch the whole series until maybe two years ago when a girl I was dating at the time and I decided that we needed to watch every installment of every big horror series. So we watched all the Nightmares, all the Fridays, and we ended with all the Halloweens. And the thing I loved about it, and I'm kind of glad I did it in that order, was it really showed me how insistent the Halloween franchise was on not being formulaic. Like a Jason movie... Every damn time, there's going to be some random group of teens that are going to a lake house, and then Jason's going to happen on them. No matter what else is happening, like in in Seven with the Psychic Girl, there's this whole thing with the Psychic Girl, but then over here, there's also a house full of teens that you can just plow through. Right. You know, every time in Six, there's that whole summer, there's that whole camp. I guess Six is like the most atypical, but anyway, we're not here to talk about Friday the 13th. Um, but when you do, let me know because yeah. <laughs> but you know the, the Halloween movies were always no. This one's going to be about you know mob justice, and this one's going to be kind of almost a police procedural until it goes to that damn hospital, and this one's going to be about a weird druid curse, and this one's not even going to have Michael Myers in it. Like it always <laughs> gave you some. You never you never really knew what you were going to get with one of those movies, and I, I, I appreciate it for its inventiveness. Yeah, you know. Yeah, well, it's a good, I mean, it's a good series. Yeah, it's going on. It's definitely <laughs> working to be more imaginative than yeah. than you know than its uh, initial formula. Yeah, yeah. it's I, I I don't know, man. <laughs> right, I was like I was like the weird little side characters that they throw in. Yeah, like the hobo oh. in part five, the the preacher in part four. He's Come my on. favorite Reverend character. Sayer. My two favorite characters in the entire series are in both in part four. They're one uh, Richard o- o- uh, Connor, Raymond o- Raymond O'Connor, the guy, the security guard at Smith's Grove at the beginning, who's like. Jesus ain't got nothing to, to do with yeah, this Jesus place. Yeah, Jesus ain't got nothing to do with this place. Welcome to where they dump society's worst problems, and then welcome to hell. Yeah. Like, he's just scaring them. He's like, this this one, he hasn't said a word in 15 years. I'll be glad when he's gone. Yes, indeed. Yes, yeah. indeed. Like, he's, like, stuff. spooking them. These, like, paramedics, like, uh, ambulance transport people with these, right. like, stories. And I feel like, I almost feel like him and the other security guard that he works with, like, they just have a thing going on where it's, like... <laughs> Alright, you got the last ones. I'll get these, you know? Yeah. And they, like, try to see how bad they can scare the people that they bring in. Because he's so theatrical about it. Oh, yeah. Um, and then, I, yeah, and then Reverend, the Reverend Jackson P. Sayer from Dumont County is. <laughs> he's the big God, he's just the best character. Because he's. It's Dr. Lewis looking at his future right there. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He's this nut job drunk priest. I'm hunting him, hunting the bastard. Damnation, Armageddon! It's always got a face and a name! And then Lewis joins right in with him. Yeah. yeah. Like, like yeah. he doesn't seem all that scared of his future strength. No, he right smiles! Now. Yeah, he's he right drinks there. with him and they're singing Gather at they, the River. He drinks with him, they sing a hymn together. Yes. And when, when the guy says to him, Oh, you're a pilgrim, all right. Europe, I saw it back there in the dust, clear as breasts and blue suede shoes. Lewis... <laughs> Smiles like it's the somebody gets me. It's the happiest you've seen me in the entire series. It's the happiest you've seen me in the entire series, other than when he scares, scares Lonnie. Lonnie Elam <laughs> in, the, in the first movie. Away from us, he lies. Get your ass away from me. And he's so proud of himself. Yeah. Oh, he's got such a satisfied grin on his face. And then it's the same. He's not a good person, you guys. He's a piece of shit. He's a nutcase who should have lost his life. Since like years ago, 
That's what makes him so fun. Yeah. Yeah. No, for sure. He's, he's, it's weird. He's almost an anti-hero. Yeah. Let's yeah. watch a serial Except killer fight. the series doesn't seem doctor. to know he's an anti-hero. <laughs> like, it's yeah. more objective observation. I don't think the people making the series realize that he's a bit of an anti-hero. Well, they, I kind of yeah. get know. the feeling that if it weren't for Michael Myers, he would have become a murderer. Yeah. Well, like, I mean, like, that was a thing. And, it, and who has the copy of the producer's cut, by the way? I do. Okay. Yeah. So weren't they originally going and to you? make... You, uh, that doesn't surprise yes. me at all. Yeah. <laughs> they were going to move past it to Somewhere Lewis in the big range of the lost art warehouse you call an apartment. Is the yeah. they, they were going to pass the, the, thorn, the thorn curse to at Loomis the end, at, the at the end, end of end, six. Loomis looks at his wrist... And the, thorn, the, mark. the mark of thorn is on his But it's list. not that he's the new Michael Myers, it's that he's Michael's new protector, right? Like yeah, he's, you know, they don't really... It's pretty unclear. It's very I think unclear. I read in interviews that the idea was that he was going to become the killer. I oh, don't really? know if the yeah, film it's... does that or not. Well, because, yeah, because Dr. Wynn... Does he have the mark, too? I think he yeah, he does. Because uh, in, in part five... the implication is that he's the man in black. No, in part five, they show the mark on... That's Michael's it. Michael's wrist. Well, they're talking on Michael's wrist and, and the man in the black yeah, coat. And man in black. Yeah, so. black hat. Okay. And they show it again in six. And so, yeah. Okay. So, yeah, it's very... It's very doesn't... The, nothing makes any... I mean, he... Tommy Doyle beats him using the power of runes. Right. And then a pipe when they couldn't get that to work. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, no, the pipe wasn't in the... Uh, well, that's what I mean. When they couldn't get the... Yeah. When they couldn't get Meredith the producers like, cut out there. When they, when they, they couldn't yeah. get the runestone magic death to read with audiences... I think the beating with the pipe scared me as a kid, not because it was so horrific, but because I just didn't believe it was going to work. So I was like, so I was like, so he's gonna come back and kill them all, right? Because like you can't with all that glowing green. Yeah, I was like, syringes and and pipes aren't gonna stop Michael Myers, right? Well, in this one they do. For now, rom com leads are not gonna stop Michael Myers. Yeah, (laughs) but I do love one of my favorite things about Six is there's a moment in Six where you watch the Paul Rudd we know being born. Is that the moment where he's uh, like the fire extinguisher? Yes. Yeah. No, when he's when he's busting open that door with the fire extinguisher, and he yeah, looks absolutely. and he sees Michael Myers, and he does the Paul Ruddiest take. Oh yeah, and he's yeah. been so not Paul Ruddy. He just Ruddy. kind of <laughs> smiles at him, like yeah. it's great because it's actually more personality than a lot of characters have in these movies. Oh yeah, you know it's yeah. like, it, and the whole rest of the film, he's just been this sullen teen who's not ruddish at all. I think he played him the whole movie is kind of crazy. Like, yeah, oh yeah, no, he's a creeper. I, I actually yeah, do yeah. enjoy Paul Rudd as that character. Yeah, me too. You know, yeah. quite a bit. Yeah, he's fun. Yeah. But it's it's Paul so Rudd. much fun to me yeah. to see Paul, Paul Rudd, Rudd just be Paul Rudd. Rudd. Yeah, before he's Paul Rudd. Yeah. Yeah. You know? yeah, this is he was introducing Paul Rudd, right? Yeah. Yeah. It, it was shot before Clueless, but Clueless came out first. Oh. Well, because okay. his Pleasance died. Yeah. Was that what delayed the movie? I think it was one of many things that delayed the movie. I think, I, mean, was, I think it was trying to decide on a cut. Yeah, definitely that. But then yeah. also realizing they couldn't he died they couldn't they take the sense. franchise where oh. they wanted to with him yeah. dead as well, right? Yeah. Probably. That was, yeah. Mm-hmm. Dead guy's a factor. And so, um, when was six? When was six? Six was 1996. 95. 95. 95. Sorry, 95. It was uh, uh, There were six years between Halloween 5 and 6. Okay. So there was a lot of excitement and build up for the four of us in this room, at least. Especially given how far <laughs> it ended. Six. Well, because yeah. 5 was fast tracked after 4, because 4 did so well. Yeah. And. These movies kind of come out in clusters. Yeah. You know, yeah. and then like mm-hmm. six is kind of its own little outlier. I guess only a couple of years later you got H2O. Yeah, but H2O it was obviously like seven or eight. Yeah, but it was, it was, it was 98, but it was so removed tonally oh, and, yeah. and in terms of its concept that mm-hmm. it doesn't feel like part of yeah. that cluster. Yeah. And I mean, it's in the name H2O. Like, it's clearly. And it was post screen, so it was just. 
Yeah, it had that influence. Yeah, yeah. The, the again, me hating the that floating score. Heads. I really want John Ottman's score back in there entirely. Yeah, yeah. I have it on CD. Oh, cool. It's pretty cool. Does yeah, Michael Myers? Still they couldn't live? call it the score though because they Michael didn't Myers. Have yeah, it does in he there. still live standing? It's called Portrait of Terror. Oh well, uh, we're gonna have to talk about Resurrection. In okay, no, 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 we're not. See, Michael Myers died at the end of Halloween H two O. Resurrection was a fever dream that Tyra Banks had one night. <laughs> <laughs> she she strained honestly, herself wait, to sing. Resurrection is so bad that even though I've, I've watched it recently, I still don't remember whether or not they imply he's alive at the end of Resurrection or not. They do. Do they? They do. They uh, even did it with like three or four endings. Did yeah, they? That's one of those ones oh, that's that has right a bunch of different it's, it, it's got clue endings? Rick Rosenthal even wanted... Fuck Rick Rosenthal. ...different yeah. endings in different prints around the country. He wanted, you know, like... He wanted clue. Him and Denver sing one ending, yeah. And then me and Houston sing another ending. Wow. Yeah. Oh, I'm glad that didn't happen. If there's, yeah, if there's any proof I needed that John Carpenter directed Halloween 2, it. it was yeah. Rick Rosenthal directing Halloween Resurrection. Yeah. yeah. Of all people. That's the yeah. only proof I needed that John Carpenter <laughs> did more on Halloween 2 than we were led to believe. Right. Yeah. yeah. No, he, so, he poltergeisted that movie. Yeah. <laughs> like, so the definitive death, you're saying, of Michael Myers is Jamie Lee Curtis, Laurie Strode, fire axe for the head. Yeah. Cutting his fucking right. head off. As far as I'm okay. concerned, Laurie Strode is, you know, out there drinking alcohol, hanging out with Josh Hartnett somewhere, but she and yeah. still happily ever She and Linda Hamilton yeah. are just trading okay. stories. Yeah. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> well, I don't like it if she dies in Resurrection. I'm going to even want to. No, no. 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 Worse than that, Buster Rhymes takes him out. Yeah. Buster Rhymes does not get to kill Michael Using Myers. martial yeah. arts. Yeah. <laughs> using martial arts that he learned really? by watching martial arts movies. Yeah. <laughs> he well, learned it the way that... Up. You know, even he worse than that was, was the moment where, like, Michael... <laughs> That's stupid. No, Michael <laughs> and, and Buster Rhymes dressed as Michael are in the same room, and Buster Rhymes turns around and cusses Michael out, thinking he's someone else. And Michael just leaves. Yeah. <laughs> like, like... Buster Rhymes not only beats Michael, he shames him first. <laughs> yeah. He shames him into leaving the room. And like that smacks it. of a contractual obligation. Yeah. Like, no, you you don't get to live through this, bro. <laughs> <laughs> That's not how that goes. Let's okay, but who would I let live if I had one yeah, person? From any of the the whole series of series. Keep, keeping in mind that I'm not nearly as up to date in terms of having rewatched everything in a very long time. Like I'm re I'm remembering these characters as you bring them up a lot of the time. Yeah. Like, oh yeah, that that preacher, he was awesome. Um, <laughs> but so I'd have to go with like more main characters. Uh, I don't know. I kind of wish that. Uh, I kind of wish Jamie hadn't died in Halloween 6. Oh, and I man. really wish that they had gotten Daniel Harris and paid her her five grand. Yeah, and right, let yeah. her she and Paul like Rudd she's... kick Michael Myers' ass side by side. Yeah. I wanted that. Yeah. I just, after watching Daniel Harris as a little girl go through this twice, you know, I, you that's not back. how I wanted her going out. Yeah. Just like I don't yeah. want to see Jamie Lee Curtis die in Resurrection. I didn't want to watch, you know, Jamie played by anyone else or Daniel Harris go out in six, especially in the beginning. It wasn't a fan yeah, of that. It, I agree. That's not fair. That bummed the shit out of yeah. me. Yeah, especially also added, after giving birth to a rape baby. Yeah, Michael yeah. Myers. Michael Myers. Yeah, I just didn't want that for her. You know. Yeah. He slams her onto a thing. I mean, it's one of the cooler deaths, but it's also one of the least Halloween deaths, I guess. Yeah. yeah. You know, but it, I just didn't want that for her. I really like that character. And you're also telling me that this character that I've invested two films in is gone yeah. at the beginning of the next one. Like, I, I have a thing where I don't like watching characters I've invested in over a film or a, or a few films die, die just I, for the sake of it. I, you yeah, know, yeah, like, yeah. you feel like you've wasted my time. Yeah. You know? 
I agree with that. I always think too. You took mine. No, is that yours? No, it's totally mine. Obviously, like she got such a raw deal. Like yeah. she's, she's still saving Ben Tramer, man. <laughs> that guy was gonna go to the fucking dance, man. Him and Lori kind of liked him. Him and Lori Strode would go to the dance. They were gonna be. They were gonna go to the dance, and somebody was gonna drop blood on Sissy Spacek, and he was gonna <laughs> die anyway. It was just a bad night, you know. It's a shitty town, man. It's just I, a shitty I believe town. in that couple. I feel like Ben Tramer would have gotten Lori to come out of her shell a little bit more. She would have started have a little more fun. Maybe Lori could have made Ben Tramer like maybe button down a little bit. Stop drinking on Halloween quite so much. So much yeah. you know? Wandering into traffic. Uh, I feel like they could have. I feel like they would have been good. Those for crazy each other. kids. It's possible. We'll yeah. never know. We I mean, we never even know what Ben Tramer looks like. No. no. I mean, we know what he looks like without <laughs> he, a face. He, he, looks, <laughs> he looks not terribly bright. Yeah. At least based on the way he moves. We know no. what he looks like all fucking barbecued up. No. We know what his dental records look like. Actually, I'll say I actually would have saved Loomis because he should not have gone out like a bitch off screen. Yeah. Like that's that's not how. Well, can I have to talk dies. to Donald Pleasance about that? Well, yeah, no, I get that. I get that. <laughs> like the ravages of time will take us all one day, uh, and I every day is just a struggle to make my peace with that fact, Dan. But yeah, like I, I you know, there are ways you could kill Doctor Loomis narratively that that would have been satisfying, but that. That sucks. Like yeah. he, he should have gotten a little bit of a better send off than you know strangled off screen. Right. There was another. Yeah. What was the other unfair? There was another unfair death that always bothered me in the in the Halloween. Oh, well, there, was, there was in Halloween too. The um, what's her name? The blonde nurse with the short blonde hair. Oh, uh, the in the back who gets Moore. lifted. Yeah. Time Warrior. Yeah. 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 No, it's a scalpel. Up How's that even work? Scalpel and her uh, shoes yeah. fall off. Yeah. yeah. You know what? I think it's just me. I don't like women dying with their feet off the ground. Yeah. <laughs> no, you don't. They're, you they're react poorly to that. What's, what's Kelly who? Yeah. Kelly who? And then... So that bothers you. She for... looks so surprised, too. Yeah. She, was <laughs> she so... sells it. Yeah. Like, oh, my God. That's some good death acting. <laughs> and she... I don't know. I can't believe this is I want to know, what is, your, what, is, what is the thing that you realized about Halloween 1 that's, like, fucking the whole thing up Okay. All right. So this fucks up the whole movie to a degree, <laughs> okay. I think. So Halloween one and Halloween one. Yes, so you I can participate. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. So when he, <laughs> she, so, Leah scoots in, guys. Everyone. Leah is still here. <laughs> so when uh, when they pull up, when when uh, Annie and Lori pull up to the hardware store, I knew you were going to do this in one. South Pasadena. You've so you've thought about this. I have not ever. Th- I just noticed this for the first time. <laughs> for the first time in my life, I've seen this movie more times than any other movie I've seen. I couldn't tell you how many times I've seen it. And I just for the first time caught this. They pull up to that hardware store and the alarm is going off. Yeah. Sheriff Brackett then says he took some knives, uh, some rope, and a Halloween mask. He's been wearing that mask since before Lori went to school that morning. The alarm is still going off all fucking day? The cops are just showing up to this? Oh, fuck. Right? Yeah. Right? That's a huge fucking fuck. Okay, okay, but hold on a second. Because we've seen Halloween 2. We know these cops are a little keystone. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. The Haddonfield... Police department is not on the ball. That's, like, that's, they're not the cops from Black Christmas. Now those are some horror movie cops. Like they got a manhunt going. Saxon. John Saxon knows what's up. He'll fight Bruce Lee. He'll capture a serial killer. 
No, I, I also remember guy. thinking that was strange for that reason, but also, and this is me not remembering the movie very well, so, you know, correct me, but... Uh, if you watch that, that's another one of those really cool scenes where if you're paying attention, you realize that Michael is following them in his car. Oh, yeah. And yeah. so, like, if he just ripped off this store and then he's been following them for, like, several blocks. He's coming all the way yeah. back to it. Like, yeah. yeah, so maybe he, like, peeled out and then, like, found Lori and and, and, uh, and Nancy or... Uh, and then... Was it Nancy? It's Nancy. Annie. Annie. Annie thank Annie. you. Um, and then they... You know, and then he circles back and he's going to risk going by his little... His little uh, hardware shop he ripped off again. But to me, it just seems like that hardware store was just one of those scenes you should have left out. You know? Or or just recontextualized. It wasn't needed. All it did was it showed that... It showed showed Annie Annie Brackett being related to Sheriff Sheriff Brackett. Brackett. Does that happen in... It was their last scene together. Yeah. Uh, And... And, but is there any new information in that scene besides, like, well, ignoring the knives? I mean, yeah, up. the knives and rope and Halloween mask thing does just sort of oh, ramp Loomis up the creepy shows threats, up that, right? And then shows up at the end of that scene. So, and there's not another way we could have staged that, guys. I don't know. Uh, yeah, I just, I just uh, like, I couldn't yeah. believe I caught, like, I, I, I caught that, and I'm like, why the fuck? And I was, I was watching my friend Ricky, and he made some comment, and then I was like, oh, shit, that alarm has been going off. All day, for like nine hours. Eight Since hours. like, yeah. yeah, at least like he probably <laughs> stole the mask the night before when he got into town. Yep. And what's really, you know, what's well, really no, sad is like, not the morning. It's, it's actually it's still what's bad really interesting is it's a semi-easy fix from an editing perspective if you yeah, want yeah. to like cut out the line and a mask. Yeah. And you want to not show Michael following the girls. Both problems yeah. are suddenly solved. Yeah. But, you know, the scene's a little less cool because Michael following them is kind of cool. You know, yeah, and so yeah, it's, yeah, it's yeah, kind of yeah. like you got you to gotta pick your poison because yeah. you wrote yourself into that corner. But, yeah. you know, like, there are ways around it. They just didn't take they it. They just didn't think about it. Yeah, they, well, I mean, again, you know, you, you've seen this movie how many times and it just occurred to you. Just, Some, yeah, something just tells me it. that, you know, John Carpenter is sitting in the premiere somewhere going... Fuck! Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> it's like the it's like the Citizen Kane story. Oh, so shit! What's you, know, that? you know the Citizen Kane story, right? Oh yeah. When he, uh, when he, yeah. So apparently Orson Welles screens Citizen Kane for like his friends before the public premiere, and he turns around and he's like, "Huh? How about that? That's some shit, right? I'm 26. It's my first movie. Fuck y'all." And uh, he was he was a little bit more polite. He was very than that. Kanye about it. <laughs> he, was, he was pretty Kanye about it. And finish. then one of his friends goes, "So." The nurse comes in and finds him dead at the beginning. So he's alone in that room, right? Yeah. So how does anybody know he said Rosebud? Yeah. <laughs> and he like, looks at the guy and says, Speak of this to no one. Yeah. <laughs> Those were his words. Speak of this to no one. <laughs> what were you going to ask? No, I was just going to say, so wait a minute. Your problem is that he comes back by the hardware store after he's robbed. Uh, well, I, it was both. It was okay. both these things, but well, like it's like a double. One, but it's that like one a, seems totally in his character to me. Well, it just it's, seems like it's more like, like a time issue. Like, could he, he have actually? He gives zero yeah, timing wise. Yeah. Right? Could, could he? Have he have, could he have ripped off the store, driven off, circled around? Oh, found I'm still come going back. by. It was eight hours before that. Well, that was, right. Yeah. Considering yeah, I mean, either way, it doesn't work. <laughs> I was thinking like, well, even if like that alarm's been going off for 15 minutes, he still has to track down Lori and like start stalking, and you know, and something tells me like, even if you're Michael Myers, it takes time to. Get into soccer mode. You yeah. know, you got to loosen up. You know, limit <laughs> no, stretches. Eat a dog. Yeah. <laughs> eat a dog. <laughs> yeah. So, so you know, it's like uh, obviously the mask one is the more glaring, definitive 
You know, yeah. unless he just has multiple masks. I mean, never yeah, seen maybe the other one. Maybe he just stole that. another mask just, in case we're going to be Maybe he re-upped on the mask between Halloween. The second Halloween. one's different mask. Yeah, that's also, what I was going to say. Maybe yeah. between Halloween 1 and 2, he lost his A mask, and he had to go back to his B mask Or maybe he didn't break into that hardware store. Maybe just coincidentally. <laughs> maybe it was Ben Trammer. Probably can't. He was waiting for his date with Lori. He had plans. Oh, God. Ben Trammer was going to rape and murder Lori. <laughs> Michael Myers saved Lori. <laughs> so that's what those wrap wrap your head around that. That shirt. drunk cop saved Lori. He <laughs> 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 sped up right into the van. Who oh, I think might be the Deputy Logan from Part Four. Uh, no, actually, the cop who uh, who hits Ben Tramer is Dick uh, Warlock. He's, is, is, yeah, he's the guy, Dick guy who plays Dick Warlock. Mike Myers in part two. I emailed oh, Dick Warlock when yeah. I was like twelve. So Dick Warlock <laughs> killed everyone. You emailed Dick Warlock when you were twelve? Yeah, something like he's that. I emailed him when I was very young and told him like that I really liked his version of Michael Myers, probably because I couldn't find Nick Castle's email. Yeah, one of the robots. So I was like, and he emailed me back and said thank you. That's the coolest. Pretty awesome. Yeah, that's the closest. I've got though. Yeah. <laughs> Dick Warlock. Yeah. He was a nice dude. What yeah, a fucking name, by the yeah. way. Yeah. 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 He 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 lucked out. He was also um he also did stunts on one of the Friday films. Really? Yeah, he uh, wasn't he was the coordinator he, on five. Yeah, I was say he wasn't Jason, he had, he but he was involved, right? Oh. Yeah. yeah. He was a robot in Halloween three. Yep. Really? Yeah. Oh cool. Richard Dreyfus in the Shark Cage, John's Oh shit! Yeah, I did not know he's, that either. Dick Warlock is no joke. I, no. I have I have emailed. I got a quite a nice quite compliment. A man. <laughs> what? I got quite a nice compliment from Dick Warlock. The first how uh, the thirty years of terror convention five years ago. Yeah, I was one of the volunteers and tour guide at this thing. Tour guide Andy's shirt. <laughs> nice. We had a Sunday matinee of Fahrenheit. It's a rad shirt. And I have to play Professor Faber that day. Yeah. Um, wasn't my usual role. I was filling in for a guy. And uh, Dick Warlock saw I was dressed up because the day before I had a stupid orange T-shirt on as a volunteer. He said, "Wait, you're all, where are you heading? Let's uh, have a play this afternoon. I'm performing in uh, Fahrenheit 451." He said, "You doing a play?" I said, "Yeah." He said, "Oh man, I wish I could do that. I don't think I, I think I'd be too nervous. I don't think I could do it." <laughs> this guy fought fucking Jaws, but he thinks I'm doing something he can't do. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, it's a Still the highlight of my acting career. Dick yeah. Warlock, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Fuck yeah! Let's try and get him on the show. Absolutely, I would love to talk to Dick Warlock because there's a, there's like a piece of like horror history right there. Oh right? yeah, he's oh, got yeah. his finger in so yeah, many he's one of those here. guys. Being town. No, I, I'd love to get some. Let's I, just get him. Get anybody who was under one of those masks at some point. Let's get there. him and Clue Gulliger and Derek Mears. And Derek Mears still come on. Yeah. I and I have a connection to Derek Mears. I mean, I don't really, I don't know him or anything, but I know yeah. someone who knows him. Derek Mears is, um, is uh, Friday the Thirteenth remake, correct? Yeah. yeah. I have yeah. to say, like, I know we're getting a little off topic. That but movie blew, but he was great. He yeah. was like that. He was great, and that iteration of Jason was actually really cool. I, I like really that. Liked I like that. Tea. I liked Tea Party Jason. You liked Tea Party Jason. You liked <laughs> redneck weed weed farmer. Tunnel digging, Jason. Uh, you know, I never actually. Uh, 
I, I don't think it was his weed. Yeah, I never took it as his weed. But that said, I really, I did Ninja like Jason. <laughs> I, I did like uh, Survivalist Jason. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah I, I think that. it's a logical outgrowth of yeah. Friday too, I, Jason. You know, it, yeah. I guess it is. I did uh. dig that, um, and, and I really liked the way he played him. I wish the rest of the film had had lived, lived up, up to, to that. that. Yeah. You know, what was actually kind of cool. Was I watched the alternate death of like one of the characters, the guy where he gets the mask from him yeah. and finds it upstairs. I mean, you know, it was kind of a cool moment where like he looks down on the floor and he finds it and he dusts it off and he puts it on. Like, yeah. That was cool. But there was actually a, a kind of a neat character moment for Jason where like the, the the dumb redneck's wearing the mask and he's just sitting in his barn dicking around looking at like a porno mag or something and like yeah. Jason comes down the stairs with gas cans in each hand. Like, this guy's just been raiding this shit for a while, and it's just wrong place, wrong time. <laughs> and so Jason, like, grabs a guy by the head and cuts his head off and then takes his mask. And, like, I was like, that was cool. Like, it's not yeah. nearly as iconic as what they ended up going with, and I understand why they switched it up. But I, I dig that that was the character they were doing. Like, this guy, he stole some gas because he needed some. You know, like, he's yeah. powering his crazy underground labyrinth and shit, and... I dug that version of the character. You yeah. know, I wouldn't say that it's better than than other versions of it, but it's one of the ones that's up I there for it. me. Yeah, uh, I liked it. Okay, fair but enough. Another time, <laughs> another conversation for. We'll wait time. for a Friday the Thirteenth, and then we'll do that round. Yeah, I could. Yeah, I could probably December. be more be more active in that. There is, there's one in December. Yeah, there is. Mark your calendars. We got to get Derek Mears. Uh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Derek, you, if you're listening, Derek, <laughs> if you listen to this podcast, I know you do because everyone does. Lori, <laughs> uh, Lori Strode, Leah K. Don't Jane. do that. <laughs> what? Yes. I, the she's a strong female role model. What? <laughs> it's yeah, okay. According, of that killer, according that to our canon, she lives. Yeah. Even if to everyone else's. No, it doesn't. Go and then well. also, she dies like way later when she's old, right? So well, well, you're way, gonna die when you're the old way too. people do. Yeah. Yes. But I mean, yeah. she's like how old? Well, Jamie Lee Curtis. Jamie Lee Curtis? No, no, no. When she actually get when she gets killed in the oh, movie. she's like in her forties. Uh, okay. <laughs> That's old enough. I don't know you that well, but I assume you have time. Yeah. Yeah. I got a little time. Uh, so, what's your? Do you have a favorite character from the first two? From the first two? Yeah. The, well, I mean, you haven't seen any more of them, have you? Right. I like uh, a favorite character yeah. or one that no, we already talked about die. this. Yeah, yeah. well, I think Lord. No, who would you say? Oh. oh, who would I say? Ben yeah. Traver. Ben Traver. <laughs> well, he also Mike Myers didn't kill him. I mean, they did. Like, no, who would I yeah. say that Mike Myers killed or that the yeah. town killed? You know, <laughs> the town killed. The town of had just like a side death, kid. just like a side effect death of all these other deaths. You know, they can just chalk up to him, I guess. Yeah, I mean, it all just falls under the umbrella. I guess you're right, yeah. Myers. If I were going to have to save somebody from Michael Myers yeah, directly, I, I couldn't would, save Tramer. No, you who, couldn't. Who would you, I want to know who each of you would save from Michael Myers, then. Oh, God. That's you, in two or in one and two? Uh, yeah, yeah, well, one and two. Okay, let me think yeah. about that for a second. You go first. Why do I get to go first? Because I don't want You to. guys never really stopped to consider Michael Myers victims, huh? <laughs> yeah. I didn't. Man. These are well-rounded, three-dimensional human beings. You know, it's probably, uh... <laughs> it might be that girl at the beginning of 2. Oh, the one who's just talking on the phone? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 yeah, she didn't deserve she that. Didn't and also, that's that. just kind of a lame Michael Myers kill, because he kind of pops up into frame like he was just crouching two feet in yeah. front of her. Yeah. Like, 
I just don't like how yeah, I, I really like how the first half of that shot the, uh, the first half of that kill is shot then the second half there's that low angle and she's walking across and he just pops up like yeah, yeah I was behind the ottoman that was a, like, that was a very clear like whoops we yeah, didn't plus have that was, time that was for, a well for lit, Carpenter to redirect the scene yeah. yeah that was a well lit room where the fuck was he hiding that's what I'm saying there's nothing like, yeah. it doesn't make any damn sense at all why does he have to hide he can just creep up and kill you like yeah. either way yeah. like he why? does with everybody right ever why <laughs> even kill her like well I mean because we've decided we're a slasher film now yeah (laughs) look guys we have to go back and parrot Friday the 13th which was parroting us and uh and so that the grand horror feedback loop may continue yeah (laughs) I mean I guess he doesn't have a reason for killing anybody really (laughs) not until the second film Uh, no and even then, it's a flimsy pretext at best. Yeah. Or maybe it's Satan Nancy Stevens. I have relatives. They have There's Chambers. Uh, oh, yeah. Which one is that? Because she dies in H2O. H2O, yeah. You, you, a, wouldn't, you, you wouldn't save JGL? Too. I would let JGL die. Just because. <laughs> doesn't he die with is a JGL in H2O? Yeah. yeah How did I forget this? He gets a skate in face. He gets a, an ice skate in his face. Yeah. The one I'm talking about saving was the nurse in the first Halloween that drives with Dr. Loomis. We might oh, okay, 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 okay. Yeah, yeah. They bring her back 20 years later just to kill her in the first and five minutes. they kill her? Oh, yeah. my God. Yeah. The, the, this this, this series too. is actually really cruel. To, like, If you think about it, like you go like Halloween 6, go they take out Jamie in the first 20 minutes. Halloween 5, Halloween, um, five they take out Rachel. Okay, so all the heroines yeah. go out. The last four films, all the heroines go out in the, yeah. in the first 20 minutes of each one. Mm, so you lose yeah. Rachel, you lose Jamie, you lose... Um, Nancy Nurse. Stevens, yeah. right? And yeah. then you lose Lori, you know, mm-hmm. if you're gonna listen to that one. But, like, <laughs> they just they just knock him out. Yeah, it's not a good. It's not a. It's a uh, series of curtain calls. It's not a good series to have been a strong female character in for yeah. at least one film. Well, yeah. the, only, like, the only other movie I can think that does that is <clears throat> Nightmare on Elm Street kills off. Um, what, who was played by Patricia Arquette in three and two? Oh, in four, yeah. Four, yeah. yeah. Um, Friday two. They uh, take out, they take out Adrian Tate at the yeah. opening. Yeah, yeah that, that was. That. That was the and the, the, the and never mind. We'll wait till Friday the Thirteenth night for that. Yeah, sorry. That <laughs> was there. There's a, there's an interesting reason as to why she's in so little of that film. Oh. Um, she had a stalker. And oh, she that's right. She yeah. didn't want to be in too much of the film oh, because man. of it, and so yeah. Shit. Yeah. Creepy. Yeah. Well, uh, so did you? Do you have someone you'd say from the? Yeah, I mean they're all kind of expendable. <laughs> the girl, I guess. You wouldn't or the, say you know what, Bud. I would say Bud. No, fuck Bud. He's got to go. I'm with you on sure. that. I don't need more Bud in yeah, my life. No, he's no. generic and he has stupid lines and they could have. I love Bud. I Ugh, no. Um, I think the nurse, the one that died with the IV in the pool of blood, that nurse didn't really deserve. I mean. Oh Mrs. yeah, Alves. she did, Mrs. Alves. I hate her. Why? She's, she's a kind of, jerk. She's kind no, of she was a bitch. Yeah. Why? <laughs> she told the girl she was late. I mean, <laughs> well, she I mean, she, she, and she wouldn't let what's his name from Last Starfighter hit on uh, hit on Lori. <laughs> yeah, she was oh, a ball yeah. buster. That whole movie. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I guess. We saw. I don't know if we should say this. Probably not. Uh, okay. <laughs> we saw a screening of Halloween too with uh, Rick Rosenthal and Gloria Gifford yeah, and we did. some other people in, in, in attendance. Oh, cool. Doing a Q&A, and uh, Rick Rosenthal and Gloria Gifford did not do anything to uh, make me like them at all. <laughs> wow. Uh, <laughs> Alan Hallward is awesome. Though. I'm really curious now. 
Well, she said, what's funny is at one point she said, I'm not going to get into the whole thing, but at one point she was like, yeah, I want to do this role because it was the first horror movie to have a, a person of color in the lead. And the entire audience in the New Beverly was just like, no. There <laughs> <laughs> was a Night of the Living Dead. Night of the Living Dead was a long time before Halloween 2. Yeah. And you were not a lead. Right. Let's not make a mistake here. You're not a lead. I don't know. Maybe she didn't deserve to die like that, though. Well, she I was, was just, just trying thinking, to keep like, her hospital the one together. That, she was the only one in the whole hospital that even tried to, like, run it well. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's true. She was the only that's one. That's true. I just care her so much. Yeah. And they didn't even show her death. Like, it was so unimportant. See, that really. could have been a cool off-screen. Or that could have been a cool on-screen. Well, they would kept yeah. cutting to, like, the, the blood dripping. Yeah. The yeah. Yeah. And then last Starfighter trips in it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Lance Kirst. What an asshole. I actually said out loud what an asshole. When he, he slipped. Yeah. <laughs> and then he passes out for no reason on the car horn. Yeah. Well, he had like a concussion or something. Yeah, he had a concussion. Yeah, he's, he's like, I'm going to help Jay you. Cutler. No, I'm going to actually it's do a the call back. <laughs> um, I don't know how just start weeping. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that's it. We're done. <laughs> oh God. Okay. Well, uh, that was, this is a fun kind. Of, I could, I could seriously, I could talk about these movies for a uh, long, 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 long time. I could talk about them all year. <laughs> we could do like a holiday themed uh, series where you know on, on like in May we do graduation day. Come Christmas, do Black Christmas. <laughs> there you go. February we can do My Bloody Valentine. Uh, I think there's an April Fool's one. Yep. Yeah. Um, yeah. On my birthday, we can do Happy Birthday to Me. Yeah. It could go on and on and on, you guys. The fun doesn't have to end. <laughs> I'm excited. No, the fun's going to end. Oh, okay. uh, <laughs> there's a lot of Christmas-themed ones we could do. Yeah. All the, is that one with Bill Goldberg as Santa? What? Yeah. Goldberg plays Santa. Oh, I think I know what you're talking about. I think it's called Santa's yeah. Sleigh, but with yeah. a lie. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. See what they did? You watch Jack Frost, where like a woman gets raped with a carrot. Yeah. Oof. Or Shannon Elizabeth gets raped with a carrot. Yeah, yeah you're right. Shannon Elizabeth. Yeah. Blocked yeah. most of that out. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> not <for> me. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. Um, yeah, well, thanks. Thanks, everybody. <laughs> Thanks, uh, John. Yep. Thanks, Dan. Thanks for having me. Thanks, Robert. Thank you, Andy. Thanks, Leah. Thank you. As always, I don't know why I'm thanking you. You're know. like part of the team. Well, because <laughs> you're thanking me for my time. Yeah. This is fun. Uh, have a spooktacular Halloween, everybody. Oh, I hate the shit out of this song. Andy wanted me to put it at the end of the la- of the Halloween Roundtable podcast, and I have to do what he says because he's the boss, but we can agree that this song is complete fucking shit, right? Oh, and Halloween 3, you know what? If you haven't seen Halloween 3, watch it once. It really is uh, absolutely fucking insano. Um, it's not good, like, at all, but it is crazy enough that warrants uh, a watch at some point. 
Um, anyway, I just wanted to come back to uh, to say thank you so much for sticking with us through all the monsters we know uh, stuff we did for Halloween. We love Halloween. We're pretty sure you guys do too. Uh, we're going to retain some of the features and some of the things we tried out over this uh, time period. You know what? Hang on just one second. I just gotta I gotta do something about this goddamn song. I'm just gonna try and get it to at least like go down a little bit. Okay, hold on. Okay, okay, that's better, that's better. We can talk now. Anyway, um, I hope you really liked it. Uh, we all put a lot of effort into it, and uh, we really love Halloween. Um, and we wanted to go out with one last Halloween song. You know, you might have been noticing in some of these bumpers, uh, one of my favorite guitar rock idols of uh, the 60s and 70s, Mr. Rocky Erickson, kept showing up. That's because I get to pick the bumper music in a lot of these cases. And uh, since Andy's in Florida, I get to pick the end music this time around. And uh, I decided that uh, we're going to go with a, an awesomely gruesome, serial killery uh, Rocky Erickson tune. This is Rocky Erickson with Bloody Hammer. Happy Halloween, everybody. <laughs> Stay safe. Train!